everybody. Thank you for joining us here on a special edition of the Happy Cast with Ben and Brian. As you may or may not remember, it's been a while, the Happy Cast is your number one source for the things that make you happy, the things that bum you out, and everything in between. I am Brian, and joining me is a man, a man with a plan, a plan for Panama and canals, Ben, Ben, I... Forgive me, it's been so long since I've done these intros, I don't remember what I say. I am way better at palindromes than you. <laughs> ah, yes, clearly. Go hang a salami, I'm a lasagna hog. Oh, classic. Oh, yeah. That's oh, one of my favorites. That, that is a good one, that's classy. I do love lasagna. Uh, you know, that's one of the many ways you're like the comic character Garfield. That and your hatred of Mondays. I, I'm actually okay, I'm kind of indifferent about Mondays. Mm. Yeah, they're not that much different. Ben, where 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 have we been? What? How? I oh, we're back. It's special. We're back. Special new happy cast for December, just in time for that holiday tradition. I have a question, real fast. I just thought of. Yes, sir. If if we are their number one source for the things that make them happy and the things that bum them out, were they just indifferent ever since March? Yes, just months upon months of indifference. That's oh. why we had to come back. We couldn't let the world continue like that. Well, were we just, like, terrible people for doing it on purpose for this long? Just no. letting them suffer in indifferitude? That's not a word. <laughs> Should be. No, no, you know, I mean, the things that make you happy can only make you happy if, you know, you know, you can't have too much happiness or too much bummeritude. No, not a word either. Attitude to every word. Ah, <laughs> yeah. I my uh, I've not I've actually not spoken since we recorded our last podcast. So oh. over over the course of the next hour, you'll hear me trying to uh, get a grasp upon the English language once again. Like someone who's come out of a coma and they can't like move their legs for like years. Or not years. Sure. Yeah, kind of like that. But you know, not, your not voice. terrible with my voice. All right, good. Because you sound pretty much the same. I, I would hope so. Yeah. I hope I don't sound way old. Yeah, you sound just like an elderly man all of a sudden. I, I feel like an elderly man all of a sudden. Like Rip Van to, Winkle. <laughs> compared to me of like eight months ago. You aren't that. You're like, what, one year older? I mean, not like literally one year older. I'm like eight months older, yeah. If you whole number. You're I, had a, I had a weird moment with a, with a, with a dude in a store the, the other day. I'm going to derail real quickly, uh, and I'll get back on track. Uh, he, he's like, oh, hey, how's it going? I was trying to pick up some kind of electronic goods. And I say, hey, hey, nice, nice, it's busy here. He's like, yeah, you should have been here Black Friday. It was crazy. They did so much business. It was like a record sales week. That's surprising. I was like, yeah, sure, yeah, but I hear that about Black Friday. That's okay. Everywhere. I, yeah. <laughs> he's like, they were selling those those Xbox those, uh, camera things for like $60. I like, yeah, I bought, I bought mine like a year ago for 100 so makes sense um and he is like a noticeably like gray-haired man like noticeably middle-aged-ish oh, i think like he's like 100 110 <laughs> no he's like middle-aged <laughs> okay and uh I, I was like well yeah that's cool he's like they've got that new that new nintendo thing with the the, the tablet I'm like yeah no, yeah the wii the wii u that yeah it just came out that seems like a thing that seems kind of cool he's like yeah things things aren't like they were when you and i were kids i just stopped <laughs> like oh what oh <laughs> it's this guy. Well, so my question is, what's that? Was that? Was that dude messing with me? Or I don't. Last time I saw a picture of you, did you didn't look like you were like salt and peppering? I hope I'm not. I don't. I don't think you are. I mean, of course, I, I'm not like I don't have like a constant, you know, camera watching you. 
I, I would, of not course not. Of. No, uh, no, there's not a bank of TVs in the other room. And you, your 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 office is like the. I was gonna make a overly specific Matrix reference to a movie that most people have not seen, and the people have seen it hate it. So I'm gonna bail right now. Oh. Um, yeah. But well, yeah, maybe that guy was like older than he looked. Or younger. Oh wait. <laughs> he was older than he looked. Like oh no. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah the other way. <laughs> sure, hopefully, yeah. Maybe he was like it's just a young dude that that grayed earlier, and he he was also a, a dude in his mid twenties, maybe late twenties. So that would be cool. Yeah. But, but I've, I've come to the conclusion, kind of the same. Yeah, I was like, yeah, not much has changed. I guess you know, the, the Blu-rays progressed. They're, they're on disc now instead of cartridges. Blu-rays used to be on cartridges. Yeah, Blu-ray cartridges <laughs> back in the '80s. You kids don't even know we had to watch our Blu-rays on cassettes. God, but didn't have touch screens yet. Just in like futuristic stuff. Video chat—that was the future. Yeah, and it's the present now. Yeah. Um, so I guess you know. Long story short, um, this this episode of the Happy Cast, the involuntary sponsor, is. Um, like, uh, like noticeably middle-aged men with gray hair that make you feel old. That is a weirdly specific sponsor this week. <laughs> yeah, like I said, it's um, you know, it doesn't, it, you know, it doesn't apply to everyone. But if anyone else has talked to a noticeably middle-aged man with gray hair that made him feel old, they would really, you know, this is for like one percent of the audience. But ninety-nine percent don't care about this. But that one percent, it really strikes a strikes a chord with them. And that one percent is me. This is just for me. I'm sorry. I find the best way to make sure strangers don't talk to you is to look like you're slightly deranged. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Just look like a, just like look like a secondary character from Mad Max, in your demeanor you and the that. way you dress. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched that movie like an hour ago, and now I'm already trying to uh, squeeze in cultural references to it. Like, like, like Mad Max guys. We've all seen that movie, right? <laughs> Let's see how many times you can fit Mad Max references in. Ooh. All right. Challenge accepted, sir. More like Mad Mel, am I right? Oh, because oh. his name's Mel Gibson, Gibson, and he's angry a lot. Yeah. At, like, a certain religion. Sure, yeah, he is. Might have been the first Mel Gibson movie I've ever seen. I, I waited a weirdly long time. Signs? Oh, right, Signs. <laughs> he was in that. He was. He was the dude who saw Signs. He, yeah, that was him. He was also <laughs> in a movie called What Women Want that I saw. It the was, Patriot? It was like a... I haven't seen The Patriot. Oh. What, what Women Want was like a weird episode of The Twilight Zone. Didn't he like hear women's thoughts or something? Because that's creepy. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's the whole premise of the movie. That's kind of like being a peeping Tom, but with your ears. Yeah. Eavesdropping Tom. <laughs> Eavesdropping Tom. Uh, yeah, it's a weird movie. I did not enjoy it, but I did see it. Anyway, so is our intro... Does this we start happy? Uh, it's been long. I don't remember. Yeah, oh, yes. Uh, we should move forward to uh, Happy Hour. It's happy yes, the Happy Hour segments where we talk about the thing that makes us happy for this week, or in this case, for the past eight months. Uh, ben, what is your Happy Hour pick? Well, it hasn't kept me happy for the past eight months, because I've only discovered it, like, last month. So I'll just pick that one. Uh, churros. Churros. That I've don't, I don't think I've ever had a churro, but it's like a deep fried dough. Um, I think so. Thing. Is I, it? Is it? I'm not is, entirely sure. Is it part of it? Is it part of the Mexican cuisine, or is it a 
decidedly Tex-Mex creation. All I know is that I hear them talk about it on Psych a lot. They like to go get churros a lot. And then one day we drove by Taco Bell and they said, try our new churros. And I was like, I have to try it to see what Sean and Gus love so much. <laughs> and I did. And I agree with them. It is amazing. You cut to you in your car. I'm eating churros just like Psych. <laughs> exactly. See, but eating Taco Bell churros makes me want to try, like, real authentic churros to see how Actual those churros. are. Yeah. So, wait, I mean, it's like, like I said, I, I don't really fully understand why churros, but it is like a, like a cinnamon dessert kind of dish. I think it's like, yeah, like a cinnamon twisty, fried, delicious. Not contraption. The other word. <laughs> Could not be a contraption. Uh, nope. Confection? Not confection. Confection. <laughs> <laughs> contraption, defection. Yeah, confection. Or is that just candy? Mm, I think I think a confection uh, could be anything sweet. Okay. Well, it is delicious. I can And I recommend that everybody eat all the churros they can find. Sounds dangerous. I cannot. I cannot support Ben and his recommendation to eat all the churros but uh, I, i'll try one certainly at, at least one churro and if you don't find it delicious i will not give you your money back a churro a day keeps the doctor away from his office because he'll be making house calls because to you all the churros you eat if you only eat one a day and that's all you eat yeah probably still that too but <laughs> can you live on one churro a day that doesn't seem like like a, like a decent amount of substance no that that's probably not enough like to live or very many food groups other than dessert maybe bread does that count sure yeah absolutely your 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 yeah your bread your daily amount of bread is filled your <laughs> Your, the part of the, the food pyramid about, like, fried dough is well that, covered. That's the dairy one, I think. Yes. Is the food pyramid still a thing? I think that... I thought that, like, the at least it's changed. It's not a pyramid anymore, is it? I think it's like a like a bar graph or... A pie chart? Ooh, a pie chart. A food pie chart with all the different pies. Mm, this, oh, this all the pumpkin pie you should eat. All right, let me look up food pyramid. This is going to be really exciting. You know, I mean, I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to come across as like a a nutcase, but I, you know, I think the appearance of the food pyramid is hard to explain, and I truly believe the food pyramid was built by aliens. I I can agree with that. Is there a food other thing I can't remember the name of now? Uh, I'm Stonehenge. Stupid. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> My brain has gotten slightly slower in the past eight months. Yeah, we should do this more often. <laughs> Stay sharp. Kind oh, of like, oh, podcast. I think I'm like have my brain slow down. No, no. Food pyramids. Like uh, just have have extended conversations on tape that we put on the internet. They may or may not be downloaded by people in the future. Who knows? We'll be heard by like you know a handful of friends. Six people. <laughs> that I, I guess our conversations are. Well, isn't isn't podcasting kind of creepy when you think about it? Well, I mean, no, we know it's a public conversation, so it's Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, it's not, you're not being an eavesdropping Tom by listening to a podcast. Although, if someone were to construct a podcast in which they had conversations where only one party was aware of the recording, that would be uh, illegal in some states. I need to start doing that. I mean, not the illegal stuff. No, no. Recording random private conversations I hear around me and posting them as podcasts. I don't think no. That seems like a, a bad idea. I'll tap into other people's phones, see yeah. what they're listening or saying, and I, I really feel like you'd be violating some kind of uh, 
by constitutional right or something. I don't know. It seems weird. I think I saw an episode of the newsroom about this. Oh. Was there? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I'm still thinking about food pyramids. I, like I said, the food pyramids were built by the aliens back in the, um, I don't know, 1950s. I don't know when the food pyramid came to exist. Uh, it's currently a circle. It is a circle. Is it a pie chart? It is not quite a pie chart. Ugh. It's close, but it's not. It's called My Plate, and it was started uh, like 2011, ending 19 years of food pyramid iconography. Ah, the food pyramid. Started in 1956. Mm. 43. Rest in peace, food pyramid. 1894. I'm pouring pouring one out for my homie, food pyramid. Really? I learned that, like, through all my years of school, and now it's just gone. Now it's nothing. Now, yeah, future generations will not know, will not know the food pyramid as part of trying to build a, a balanced diet. It's like all the people who used to call Russia the USSR and still do. Because that's what they're used to learning. Sure. Yes. Yeah. That's not a bad example of that. Some of my schools, like as I went through school, I mean, of course, because yeah. whatever, <laughs> had <laughs> globes schools. where Russia was still the USSR. Hmm. I think that I think that you know makes a very sad statement about uh, about public schools. And the uh, rest of them seem pretty accurate. Okay. All right. That's to be good. fair, we weren't even really using the globe for anything. Oh, you mean yeah, in Arkansas, you guys are about, you know, far past us because when I was in school, all of our, glo all of our globes just had Pangea on it. So, oh, mean, wow. Yeah, didn't even know they, you know, had globes back then. Or how useful they would be. Exactly. <laughs> you just need a map. Just, just one land mass <laughs> right here. A square map would do just fine for knowing how to get around it. Oh, wait. So, uh, churros. Oh, churros. I will try a churro on your recommendation. I feel like there's some way to make churro into a pun, but I can't – you should churro up and – that didn't work. I'm trying to make it to hurry, but there's an O at the end. So what are you happy about? I'm happy about that, that churro pun, but also <laughs> – Churry? <laughs> churro I am. No. Ah. Nothing. My happy hour pick for this week, episode 30 of the Happy Cast, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Named maybe eavesdropping Tom? We, maybe, maybe. We finally made it. Um, but my, my happy hour pick is going to the theater. Oh. The movie theater. Oh. And seeing old movies. It's great. It's my favorite thing that I've been doing a lot since our last podcast, I think. How? Well, you know, occasionally, um, occasionally there will be a, like a major re-release of an old film. It doesn't happen very often. Uh, but um, my favorite movie-going experiences this year were, were doing these things. Like, earlier this year, I went to see Star Wars Episode One in 3D, which, oh. by, by all counts, not the best Star Wars movie, but I, I, like, it. I like it more than most people. But um, I really I, I enjoyed that. It was a lot of fun. And then I saw the, um, the Dark Knight trilogy the day that the new one came out. I'm back jealous. to back in the theater. It was incredible. Great. Begins is still my favorite of that trilogy. And... Uh, Still jealous. And then in September, I went to see Raiders of the Lost Ark in the theater. Ooh, how was that? That, that? that film I had only seen once before on DVD, and it was far more enjoyable in the theater. I bet. Most things it seemed to be. Yeah, my, my problem with going to the movies ever is I'm always nervous about spending uh, $12 because I'm incredibly cheap on something where I'm like, ah, am I really going to enjoy it? What if I don't like this? 
you know, I'm kind of nervous about, you know, the unknown factor. But if I'm paying to see something that I already know I like, I'm, I'm, you know, really going to have a better time. Your movie costs are twelve dollars. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're well, like eight dollars here. I, if I go to a matinee, I can get in for like nine fifty. Our matinees. Well, the, your matinee is more expensive than our like full movie price. But we do have we do have one IMAX screen in the theater I go to, and if you want to see something in IMAX, it's like eighteen fifty. Yeah, I, I don't know how much the IMAX is because the closest one here is Tulsa, and that's what we're driving to to see The Hobbit. Ooh, is it? Oh, I, well, I want to see that. My problem with IMAX is almost anything in IMAX is an IMAX 3D. I want to see IMAX, but no 3D. I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be an IMAX 3D. Ah, bummer. Yeah, but I really want to see The Hobbit in IMAX. I think I saw one of the Lord of the Rings in theaters, but I don't remember. I probably fell asleep. During I have not. Dialogue. I've not seen. I've not seen Lord of the Rings in theaters, but I'm going this weekend to see all three back to back. Again, I'm jealous. Yes, I, I've only seen the first one. I've never seen the Two Towers or Return of the King. Uh, two is my favorite because it's like an extended fight scene at the end of the movie. Or not just fight scene, action scene. And it is great and great. Sounds It sounds fun. I hear the third one's great because it has like ten different endings. Yeah, it ends a lot. I remember an anecdote of, of uh, I think Jack Nicholas was on Conan, late night with Conan O'Brien. That's how long ago this was. Uh, he talked about taking his kids to see Lord of the Rings and being annoyed by how it would not end. It's a very long movie, <laughs> especially if it's the extended Blu-ray ones. I was looking it up. I think Return of the King is like four hours long, four something. Oh, oh. I don't go. know if I can deal with that. Well, I don't think it'll be that version that you'll see. It'll nope, probably be the theatrical. Not. Yes. But uh, I'm looking forward to that. That should be fun. I am, too. Uh, I'm excited also because The Hobbit is played by Martin Freeman. Oh, and yes. Yeah, from The Office fan. He, oh, wait. Oh, was he the dude that was Jim? Yeah, he was, he was British <laughs> Jim on British The Office. I did not know that part. I know him as Watson on BBC's Sherlock. Oh, that show's so good. I've been watching it late, lately. I saw the first season. Really good. And... Sherlock, whose name is Bender, what, Benedict Cumberbatch? Yes. Which yeah. sounds like a hobbit. Which is the most mad British name you could come up with. It sounds is. made up, but yes. It sounds like he should be a hobbit, like a hobbit name at least. But he is the voice of the evil dragon Smog or Smaug, however you want to say it, which is like the antagonist of it. That sounds great. I'm really excited. It's like Watson versus uh, – maybe it's a prequel or like a Cloud Atlas type scenario. John, <laughs> John, yeah. Just, just John Watson and Sherlock – Holmes throughout different periods of time. That would be so amazing. <laughs> oh, Spec that script. script. Oh, so good. So good. Me, uh, I highly recommend Sherlock if anybody that has not seen it. I've watched a Series 1 in the first episode of Series 2, which is by far the best of all the four all four episodes I've seen. I need to do that. It's incredible. I need to rewatch the first ones. I need to have Megan watch them, actually. She, she saw part of the first one, but I think we got busy with something else. And then I need to watch all of two, and I'll be really excited for The Hobbit. It is, you know, I mean, I guess this is the goal with a, a a piece of media branded with the Sherlock Holmes name, but it is very clever. It's great. It is. And from well, what I know well about written. Sherlock, like this, the character in general, they keep to him pretty well as a modern interpretation of him. And Absolutely. it's on Netflix. <laughs> He's kind of a... Uh... 
He's kind of an unlikable jerk, which I find really appealing. Who does drugs and, like, shoots a lot and police stuff, solving crap. Watson is actually an army doctor. Like, he's supposed to be an army doctor. And it is good. Yes. Uh, Netflix pick. Sherlock. Netflix pick. Sherlock. (laughs) I agree. Yes. Well, we got two segments out of the way. So should we move on to Bummer Patrol? We, um... I, I, last note on my Bummer Patrol, or Happy Hour. I want a theater near me that only plays old movies, and my dream is to see Back to the Future in theaters the way it was meant to be seen. Maybe we could start a startup business on Kickstarter that yep. does that. In <laughs> Kickstarter. Arkansas. Kickstarter to buy me a theater print of Back to the Future. <laughs> no, we'll just start a theater that only shows old, shows old movies. I'm sure that'll go well. I'm sure that that is a thing that exists in other parts of the country, just not where I am. Well, we need one right next to me, and then you will have to move here. I, you know, I if you had a theater that played uh, classic films, which I'm using uh, lightly, because <laughs> I, I don't know if I if I like movies that were made before 1980, to be honest. Oh, well... Probably Bummer Patrol. <laughs> the, the Star Wars exception, though. But, um, okay, yes, let's move forward to Bummer Patrol. Oh, man! Yes, the Bummer Patrol. Talk about talk about what's had you down, down in the dump, spin. Oh, my long face, horse like, joke again. What's up with the horse joke? Uh, this time... Mine is, I am bummed about, we're stalling for my notepad. All right. Uh, anyone else in a movie theater who is not me or Megan? I agree. <laughs> ah, they're the worst. I want to see movies with just the two of us there in the big theater with the awesome sound and screen. You need to buy, you just need to buy all the tickets. Oh, I, I, if I were rich, well, if I were rich, I'd just have my own theater. Not do that. You know, I usually, I usually agree with that. Um... But what what do you have? What uh, let me don't let me hijack your topic. What do you have against other people that aren't you or Megan? What if I were there? Would you be? Oh, that'd be fine. Anti Brian, just people you don't know. Yeah, well, people I don't know or who I don't trust in a movie theater. Not like mm-hmm. trust to like you know put gum in my hair or something, but like they're always like sneezing and creaking and like rustling around and looking at their phones <laughs> and their purses what? and jackets because they think that no one else can see the light but them, but everyone behind them can still see it. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that, okay. Yeah, I agree. I last time I was in the theater, somebody in the very front row kept pulling out their phone, and they were holding it down like I wouldn't see it. But the beam of light that radiated and shot up into the sky was not unlike um, the, the, hatch. the hatch on Lost. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to ask you, have, have they ever seen that episode? <laughs> it was it was pretty much that in the theater. I hate that so much. It distracts my eyes, ruins my like just. Immersion, other than like you know, video game immersion. Not using my hands, but still, ruins my immersion and like spying in on the movie. And oh my god, I usually agree with you, but there there are exceptions where I, I find that on a number of times uh, the crowd is actually added to my enjoyment of the movie going experience. What? I you know just usually usually it's like midnight midnight uh, openings of films I find are very exciting like I, when I when I went to see when I when I went to see the Avengers and everybody was just so stoked to be there 
Um, you know, just like er- eruptions of applauses at various points in the movies. Like, ah, that guy's the Hulk. I know him. Yeah. <laughs> See, I wish I could do that without it being extremely crowded. Oh, yeah. yeah. Next to people I don't know. Yeah, I hate the crowds. That's, you know, that's kind of the one one negative. But yeah, it's it's fun, though. Like, oh, in that case, people, it's OK. People showing up uh, dressed as. Uh, characters from Batman. Oh, I was, I, at, I I was like at, that part. I was at Dark Knight Rises, like, oh, that dude is Robin. Does he know that this film's not about Robin? <laughs> or is uh, it? Who knows? No, it's not. It's not about Robin. <laughs> it's about Batman. Yeah, it's anti-Superman. No, absolutely. Don't yeah, don't ruin the the ah. You ruined the third act twist where Batman turns out to be Superman the whole time. Well, wouldn't you just fly around then? It saved him a whole lot of time. You just fly out of the prison. Yeah, that would yeah that would that would solve the the entire third act of that movie. Well, maybe he's made a kryptonite or something so he couldn't fly. Sure, maybe maybe that. <laughs> All the plot holes. Oops. I, I I like to be at movies for people to enjoy being there. Sometimes I feel like sometimes I'm in the movie and like the person sitting next to me is there because they had nothing better to do, and, and that that really kind of brings me down. But dragged there by their significant other. Sure, yeah, something like that. But if it's a, if it's a, a good group of people that genuinely seem genuinely seem to want to be there and are enthusiastic about the movie going experience that's fine like when i uh i saw star wars uh episode three on opening day and everybody gave it a standing ovation after it was over that was fun wow oh uh, have you seen rocky horror picture show with a theater i have not seen it in a theater or outside of a theater i've only seen it well it wasn't in a theater it was in like college they use like the one of the big rooms where stuff happens and played it and that was awesome because it seemed well it was half awesome one i wanted to kind of watch it watch it beforehand so i knew what was happening in the movie because people the point of it is like yell certain scripted things throughout it that people have just started yelling at the screen and there's certain things you throw like someone says like toast or something and everyone has a piece of bread on them and just throws it at the screen huh it's a unique experience yeah i've I've often i've often heard about this i don't um you know, this 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 is a you know, part of culture that I, I, I it's kind of a blind spot to me. So the movie was not made it was not made intended to be experienced like this. This is something that developed over time after it had like a cult following. Yes, and Tim Curry oh. is like a transvestite main character. Ah, Tim Curry's great. He is great, and the big He's... meatloaf is on a motorcycle zombie or something. Huh. Oh wait, breaking news! I just remembered. I think we do have a theater that shows old shows old movies. Really. Yeah, a new place called Movie Lounge, except, like, there are, like, tables, and you can eat food there. And, like, they show different movies. Sometimes they're more modern movies, sometimes they're older movies, based on, like, what they feel like playing. Huh. Yeah, that, that sounds kind of exactly what we were talking about. Yeah, Wait, I, now, I just remembered. I'd never been there, but it's new in town. Wait, are, did you say it's tables? Like, you're like you're at a diner, and they're playing a movie at the same time? I th- I'm not po- – I think there's, like, a place where you can just, like – dine and maybe a place where you can watch a movie also i know you can dine while watching a movie mm. this would be like dinner in a movie where you can sit there and watch it while eating whatever food there is whatever not theater appropriate food no they, they have like both i'm eating fajitas no they have like theater food with a twist or something mm. i don't remember but i've been wanting to go there forever yeah that sounds fun as long as they have the option of traditional theater seating because, in my mind, that's a crucial part of the movie-going I think experience. they do. I'm just going to look to see what kind of food – oh, Merry Christmas, the website says. You know, I, if I go to the theater, I don't want to be tables and, like, a big TV. It has to be a 
giant projection screen. It has to be the theater seats, the, the cushion theater seats that go up where not, I, there used to be a dollar theater in town where they showed, um, not old movies, but the movies that had just ended their theatrical run. Oh, and it was a, it was a, a small, smallish room, uh, with a small projection screen with like about 40 folding chairs on a terrible sticky floor. Well, that's not a movie theater. Nobody, nobody ever cleared it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I feel like a dollar was uh, too much to ask. According to this picture I've just seen, there is traditional seats, and they look like first-class airplane seats. See, that sounds incredible. They have a little fold-out tray. All right, uh, sometime, if you ever make it here, we need to do that. (laughs) Absolutely. That sounds like that could be great. They're showing Looper, apparently, right now. Oh, I love Looper. I saw that when it came out. And something called Seven Psychopaths. Looper. Oh, man, Looper. I am, wow, I really want to go now. <laughs> what about the main menu? Let's see what kind of food they have, because this has nothing to do with anything, really. But Oh, sometimes, uh, in some sometimes, scary movies are improved with an audience. Sometimes. Hmm. It depends. It makes the movie scarier when other people, like, freak out at certain parts where you're supposed to. But if there's, like, just one or two people in the audience who freak out at everything, it ruins the whole movie. <laughs> Hmm. See now, I, w- I would have thought that a a, um, a horror film or a scary movie would be something you'd rather experience in a more uh, uh, you know a smaller environment, more personal. Like, oh, it's just me in the in this room watching this, and you know, it's it's like two a.m. and I should be asleep, but I'm watching this movie. I feel like anytime I've seen a scary movie in a, uh, a you know like a communal experience like that. There, there are a couple people that are kind of above it, and they're they're laughing, trying to make jokes to kind of ease the mood. Like, oh, that, oh, that was. Did you see that guy get his head cut off? See, that that's the crazy. problem. <laughs> you have to like get lucky and have the perfect audience. I think I had that when I saw, um, I think it was Paranormal Activity two, and everyone was screaming at the right spots, and like, and like everyone got tense all at the same time, so it got like really super quiet in there. There wasn't like annoying ringtone in the middle. Like people like tune in to scary movies more so. And so you don't get the people checking their phone as often. Ah, see that that sounds like a a positive experience. Uh, things on the menu here: southern crab hush puppies. Hmm. I would I would be happy to eat hush puppies there. I know they have like you can have like gourmet popcorn or something. You could just have like foods because they have like things like that. They're stuffed ravioli. But they have like popcorn and stuff. I think like I think they have like nachos, but they're not just like popcorn. It's like awesome gourmet like extra stuff popcorn because they have like an actual chef there. A popcorn chef. A popcorn chef. That's his one job. (laughs) Who who pops the corn one kernel at a time, just getting it to the perfect temperature. It's probably in a little tiny kernel oven. That's all it's for. You put a little kernel in there. Kernel pops it out. Yes, you buy you buy them by the dozen. Like I'll take one dozen popcorns. Those would be really tiny. So, what is your bummer petrol? Ah, thank you. Petrol. Petrol. My bummer petrol is unleaded. Petrol <laughs> unleaded. Uh, it's uh, over the overhyping of of certain things, like overhype. It's my bummer. Like petrol. movie lounge. Like movie lounge. I've, hi- really, I've, I've you, hyped it too much. <laughs> you have, yeah. Now. You've, you've put so much hype into the, the idea of Movie Lounge, it could never live up to what what my idea of it is. Oh, finally, I had known in advance what your Rumble Patrol was. Let's right, see. We should really do better pre-planning in the future. 
But uh, specifically, my, um, you know, this has happened to me several times um, in recent years, uh, but with like TV shows and movies, the more people talk about how great something is and kind of build up the idea of it, the more likely I feel that I'm going to be disappointed by it. It happened when I watched the first season of The Wire, which uh, several people have presented to me as the, a, a perfect television series. Hmm. People that like that show are very passionate about it, which I respect. I like people that you know, just are passionate about the thing they like, but, uh, what about, what if it's like fascism? Yeah. No, as long as they're really into fascism, (laughs) then it's okay. I just have to really own it. Um, well, I have that on audio now, so, uh, oh man, uh, this is why I could never have, have a political career because of these recordings. (laughs) I'll unleash them. Well, but see, if you had a political career and became president, I would like want to be somewhere in your cabinet. And so I wouldn't want to do that. Okay. I'm going to blackmail you into being in your cabinet. Yeah, it could work. <laughs> no, it's an audio, too, so. Watergate! <laughs> <laughs> um, the mo- most recent example of, of this overhype um, problem is I watched The Godfather last week. Oh, how was that? Did you I, enjoy it? No, I did not. I did not enjoy it, Ben. Did not enjoy The Godfather at all. But it's a classic that I've never seen. It is a classic, uh, beloved by many. Um, you know, I, it's, you know, people talk about it like it is the greatest film of all time, and I, I, I you know, I look at it. I tried to understand what what people like about it and why it's important, but it, nothing about it worked for me. And I can't help but feel if I didn't have this preconceived notion of what that movie was or how good it was supposed to be that maybe I would have had a better chance of not hating it. Excuse me, hiccup. Instead of responding, I hiccuped. Uh, Well, on IMDb, it has gone down 51 ratings this week. Was that all you? That was me. That was me just (laughs) signing in at various locations and just trying trying to tank the ratings of The Godfather, but... Uh, you know, I don't want to you know get into all the things I don't like about it, but it's um, no time cards. No time cards. Yeah, they handle time a real really weird in that where like they'll just jump seven years from this scene to that scene for seemingly no reason, and you know I have to wonder like, well, what about that that thread you started in the previous scene? I, I, did nothing important happen over the past seven years? And like the performance, you know, they're they're great actors and they're giving good performances, but. Um, you know, I thought I thought Marlon Brando was the star, but I think he only has like thirty minutes of screen time in the three-hour film. Oh, and the the final hour of the movie devolved into me just yelling, "Why won't you end at my TV?" <laughs> was there not enough time travel in it? No, no time. Well, you know the the jumps, the smash cuts. Forward well, that time. was all forward. That's not time travel. It's just forward regular intervals. But you or know, big I- jump intervals. Maybe maybe for when it came out, I, I I would have enjoyed it more then. But I didn't understand the organized crime aspect of it, how that worked, why what, you know, there's different families that, that control crime. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Well, it's like I guess like gangs. It wasn't for me. I don't know how gangs work either. Oh, they're like just different gangs that control different territories, and they fight over who can have what territory, and it's all illegal. So, <laughs> for some reason. The Godfather can't decline a favor on the day of his daughter's wedding. I didn't really understand. I think it's like a tradition thing or like a mafia rule or something. <sighs> okay. Well, like uh, gangs have rules. Like you don't like snitch. Stuff like that. I, I didn't get – I didn't care for any of the characters, which seems like a really crucial um, yeah. element in something like that. 
you know, like like Breaking Bad, um, you know, the main character of that show is this horrible monster that that has done hideous things, but they they spent like a season getting you to care for him and kind of sympathize for him, so you get to see him make this transition into a terrible person. Which um, I think you're supposed to like someone. I don't know who it is, but I think like he becomes the Godfather in two. Yeah, um, no, his his son, Michael. Michael. Yeah, really I guess you're supposed to like him, and then that's supposed to be his like. Well, you could, to, I, 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 yeah, he, he becomes his father. Is the arc? I mean, you know, spoiler alert for this movie that came out. <laughs> 40 years ago but uh that, yeah that's the arc at the very beginning he's at the he's like a war hero back from the war and uh he's with his girlfriend at at the wedding of his sister and you know he he, he talks to the woman like oh my the father did this thing he threatened a guy with a gun made him an offer he couldn't refuse but i'm not like him that's not me it's like okay clearly by the end of this movie you're gonna be that guy <laughs> foreshadowing do what what if they remake it? Would you watch it then? Maybe. It's like know. modern day, or it's in the future. Oh, future the like space, space mafia. Godfather. Yeah, yes. I would. I would pay twenty dollars <laughs> to see the space Godfather. They all have like blasters. What if it's just like the Godfather, but in the Star Wars universe? Yes, I would. I would. Yes, I would be into that. But the exact same script. <laughs> uh, maybe. Maybe. But. All right. And Han Solo is the Godfather. Yes. Okay. I'm back on board. <laughs> but I, I, I do. I feel like overhyping really kind of ruined my chances of liking that movie because I watched that, and then you know today I watched Mad Max, and I am not going to say that Mad Max is a better film than The Godfather, but I <laughs> certainly enjoyed it a lot more. I can see that. There are a lot of movies I enjoyed more than better movies. Yes, my personal. Uh, preference and what I like in movies. Mad Max was that. It was like a video game, which you know makes me sound dumb. I really liked Looper, guys. That was a great movie. Is that um, like a video game? It's not like a video game. But I still haven't seen Inception. Oh, oh dude! I have it downloaded. Uh, I mean, bought. Yes, I have it on DVD. <laughs> and I downloaded head. it through iTunes. Oh, or that or Amazon. They're different. Yeah. Um, That's what I did. But yeah, um, I I truly believe after this Godfather fiasco, I truly believe that yeah, I'm twenty I'm twenty five years old. If I had not seen Star Wars when I was ten years old, if I had managed to dodge, you know that inevitability that I would see that movie and love it. If I if I were to watch Star Wars for the first time today after twenty five years of people talking about how great Star Wars is, I might not care for it. Is what I think. <gasps> so the idea of what of how people, how passionate people are and how, what they feel about that movie and what they project upon it, I feel like I would be let down. What if you don't like The Hobbit? Mm, I don't know. But, see, but I'm going to get, get in front of that train because I'm going to see The Hobbit right away before, you know, uh, the But still the hype. <laughs> I don't know, Ben. I don't either. I try sometimes... Like, I get way hyped up about some stuff, but then, like, as soon as it's about to come out, I try to lower my expectations drastically, because then at least I'll be at least pleased with it. Absolutely. You know, your expectations ruin your chances of enjoying anything. And I'm not going to go into it hoping it's exactly like the book, because that drives me insane. No, yeah, I don't like that ever either, because... They're different media. Absolutely. Like, you know... um, like the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is one of my favorite books when I was in school. I read it several times. 
And then when the movie came out, uh, my uncle and I, um, both passionate about the uh, Douglas Adams book, went to see it. And it, I, I, you know, it got a lot of flack. But I truly believe that, it, with a few exceptions, it was the best that The Hitchhiker's Guide could have been as a movie. Because mm-hmm. it's such a different form of media that maybe it didn't lend itself well to being that. Like, when you read stuff, you can, like, I mean, you are imagining it the way you want it to be. It's never going to be exactly like your imagination. Absolutely. Although I do wish they were able to give Zaphod two heads, uh, like in the book. I feel like that was strictly, like, a budgetary thing, that they didn't do that. I still haven't read that book. I don't know why. I hear so much about it, and it's something that I would have read. It sounds oh. like I would have read it. Oh yeah, you can, you can yeah, you can breeze through that book in like you know an afternoon. It's very short. But it's, uh, if you like like goofy like British humor, that's. I, I think I do. <laughs> I think you might. I there there are several really solid jokes in that. You might yeah. be put off by the the more science fictiony aspect of it. Well, I not... read two thousand one A Space Odyssey when I was like in I think seventh or eighth grade. Okay, yeah. So okay. you could probably handle that. Sure. Um, didn't yeah, understand you, it really, but your, your your homework for uh, the podcast is to read Hitchhiker's Guide, come back and give us a book report on the uh, Douglas Adams classic. One page double spaced. Yes, one page <laughs> double spaced. But don't mess with the margins. Leave the margins at the default positioning. Don't try to, you know, you know, use that to make it a longer paper. I'll just use size like forty font then. Okay, that that'll work. It's like <laughs> three words. It was good. <laughs> The end. But yeah, just but anyway, just, just the words, so long and thanks for all the fish. I assume that is a reference. That's a thing that from thing. the book, yes. Okay. May the Force be with you is from Star Wars. Just the number 42. Are we, are we just going to say things that are from things now? <laughs> <laughs> Take the red pill, the Matrix. We have to go back. Lost. I'll drive that tanker. Mad Max. Ah, Mad Max reference again. Should have been okay. counting these. I should have a little, like a little. Well, actually, I can't have a little counter in the corner because this is audio. So that doesn't work. You know the the, the Mad Max thing. Um, I, I I you know I watched that movie for a very specific reason that I think I should talk about in our next segment, which is called what what is it again? Uh, Yo Ho Holiday, and also. Checking up or something like that? Catching up? Catching up. It's like a mashup of two segments. Yo-ho, catching up. Oh, ho, ho, away for holiday. Hey. Ah, uh, yes, here we are. The beginning of December. Uh, Thanksgiving has passed us. Christmas is, you know, just around the bend. Um, ben, how have your holidays been? Did you have a good Thanksgiving? I did, and I ate food. Oh, yeah? I, yeah, I ate food for Thanksgiving, yeah. Uh, I broke the mold again. Ate ham instead of turkey. I prefer ham. Sure. You know, turkey is very dry most of the time. I, um, you know, I enjoy the dark meat myself. I feel like like that's better. You know, not for you. It's actually terrible for you. But um, <laughs> I just really like ham. Ham's great. And macaroni, mashed potatoes, biscuits, cheesecake, pumpkin pie. Oh, pumpkin pie! Any pumpkin flavored dessert is great. Pumpkin cake. Pumpkin cheesecake, pumpkin spice cake donuts are good. Ice cream, very good. A pumpkin spice latte I have not had because everybody talks about how great it is. Uh, it would not live up to expectations. I don't know. <laughs> the PSL, I don't, I could not, I, I can't have the PSL because it would not 
be what I expect it to be. It it might. <laughs> it really, I always I, forget how good it is, and I'm thinking about how great it is, and I taste it, and it's better than that every time. Really? So so you're you're a a strong advocate of the PSL. It's one of the few drinks that I can get at like a Starbucks that don't have coffee in it. Hmm. It's the only thing I. It's the first thing I got. From anywhere that doesn't have coffee. I mean, anywhere that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. What kind of life have you been living? (laughs) The first thing I've ever got that has not had coffee in it. No, we're at a coffee shop. And I was like, do you have anything that doesn't have coffee in it? That's really good. And I said, you could try the pumpkin spice latte. And like, yeah, sure. And I did. I was like, oh, my, it's it's like liquid pumpkin pie. (laughs) Ah, that sounds great and terrible. It is so good, though. I, I've actually I've never been to a Starbucks either. So if I if I ever did go, I would try the PSL. I think although might be gone now. No, no. I mean, I think they have it all the time. Oh, I thought it was a seasonal thing. Well, they have a coffee version. Oh, okay. But there's like the tea version, which is like you could, I think it's just sometimes called it's like a spiced latte or whatever. But it tastes like pumpkin pie anyway. Mm. It doesn't matter. It's not like a pumpkin spice like coffee latte. It's like a pumpkin spice chai latte. Hmm. Which is more delicious because there's not coffee in it. Because I don't like coffee. I enjoy coffee, but I don't like flavored coffee. Well, I like then my we coffee. can never be friends. I like my coffee black. Oh, so, this is not really on topic with the holidays. I just forgot to say this earlier. <laughs> and who, this is a podcast. Who cares? Uh, Megan's been reading The Hobbit yes. out loud because why have us both read it when she can just read it out loud while I play Minecraft? Sure. And I can see how... Like they're gonna have to differ a lot from the book, because the books are qu- or the chapters are quite short, and just kind of get to like the main story of what happens. There's like not a whole lot of dialogue in the middle. It's just like fun descriptions, and it's all like happy and like well, it's like really dark sometimes, Ooh. like goblins kidnapping dwarves and singing songs about cracking their bones. But it's a fun song. <laughs> I, yeah, but then they're gonna make it three movies somehow. <laughs> movies i think it's because they're actually making it into like movie material instead of what it is now where it would not work as a movie because it'd just be like really quick scenes like each one would be like one scene and it's over they're making it into a story huh uh, a coworker of mine who um you know at least he presents himself as a uh, massive uh tolkien fan um he he claims that they're incorporating other like middle earth stories that, that that he wrote um into into the Hobbit movies. I've I don't, heard I don't that. Know. Like like I uh, think something at the end of Return of the King. That's uh, I forgot what the extra stuff at the end. And like I think he has like extra books, like, like unfinished tales and yes, other stuff. yeah. So I I think they're rolling that stuff into it. That'll um, help. Important question though. Uh, and, and Megan's reading the, the Hobbit. Um, which, you know, reading out loud. Something I hate hate doing. Never. Never a fan of reading out loud, even in school when they'd go around the room like, and now Brian, you read this page. It's like, oh, okay, here I go. Uh, does she does she does she do different character voices? Because that is, you know, if somebody's really great at reading out loud, they'll differentiate the character voices. I try to get her to, and every now and then she'll start to, but then she'll just make herself laugh, and I'm like, okay, just just read it. <laughs> You're like, no, that's not what Gollum sounds like. Gollum and try Hobbit, hard. Right? Sound like just like Andy Serkis. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Let's read the book as Andy Serkis. Also, I'll still on this track. All this week, Colbert is having like Hobbit mania. Ian yeah, McKellen he, was on today. 
He's a big fan of... Oh, he's a huge fan. Today was Ian McKellen. Tomorrow's going to be Martin Freeman. The day after that is going to be Peter Jackson. And then the, the fourth day is going to be Andy Serkis. Okay. And his set is decorated semi-like the Shire. Hmm. Sounds, sounds good. Yeah, that, that, that's a weird thing about Colbert. That's like one of those weird moments where... Like this actual um, part of his personality is like bleeding over into the character, right? Is that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's a huge. He he has one of the original uh, sting weapons that Frodo has in the trilogy, and also that Bilbo has, I guess, in the movies. One mm. of the first. Because there are several, of course, because it's props, but he has one of them. It's pretty cool. He is amazing. Anyway, uh, Thanksgiving ham was delicious. We played a lot of board games. That's what we always do. It's most of my mom's side gets together at my grandparents' house, and we play board games and eat, I eat ham, and we eat desserts, and it's fun. And what did you do? You know, it's the same thing, pretty much. I, I hung out with your grandparents. Oh, ham. I, uh, I waited. That. You know, I waited. I waited till you guys left because you know thought it would be awkward. Because you could have said hello. They confided in me that I am their favorite Happy Cast co- uh, host, so they didn't they d- hardly know it exists. <laughs> <laughs> they know what a podcast is, though, right? They know that I did something called the Happy Cast. Okay, good enough. They were part is of one it... episode. I think the one about having a grandma who mixes up M and M's and Skittles. No, right, the one bowl. That one. <laughs> oh, that one. Oh, <laughs> that sounds like a nightmare still to this day. It's still – I haven't had that scenario in a long although, time. Uh, although looking back, I suppose you could just get a handful and then just separate them by the ones that have M's and the ones that have S's on it. But unless they're rubbed off, which they are sometimes. Mm, okay. Good point. Good it point. happens with liquid sometimes. If I try to take a drink of my drink and it's like not Sprite, it's actually unsweet tea. And I should have looked at the top. Oh, that sounds frightening. And it is. I'm like, this is the most disgusting thing ever. This is not Sprite at all. Just dreadful. Someone does not know how to make Sprite. Uh, what about your Christmas plans? Oh, uh, but my, my uh, Thanksgiving. Mad Max. I, I I just went uh, Mad Max. The, the whole Mad Max thing. I went, you know, hung up my family there. You know, they're good people. Um, had food, pumpkin desserts, and what have you. Uh, a lot of family, you know, new family being folded into the into the group. You know, people getting married, people having kids. That's happened a lot in the past eight months or so. People. Um, Expanding and you know, be having to <laughs> deal with you, you know, because of all the holiday <laughs> foods. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but um, at one point, you know, we we're eating dinner, and my aunt told me like, "You gotta watch The Godfather." Oh, The Godfather, so great. I'm like, "Yeah, right. I'll watch The Godfather. I'll do that." Um, you know, which uh, for the past like three years, whenever I see her, she talks about how much she loves The Godfather. Um, so. I can't wait! I can't wait to see her at Christmas and be like, you know what? I saw The Godfather. It was garbage. Oh, ouch! Holiday fight. Yes. Does that mean that? Oh, sorry. This is have to do with this and earlier. Does this mean that when we have kids, our kids will not like Back to the Future? Whoa! Uh, young when they watch it. Uh, you know, Ben. You're, uh, you know, we're going to talk about this. You know, you're, you're you're a great guy. Enjoy hosting this podcast. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Not biologically possible. <laughs> yeah, also that. <laughs> well, there was that one time when that guy got pregnant and it was news or something. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that was a thing at one point in time. You're right. Why was that bigger news? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Weird. Um, you would think that would be on the cover of every major magazine. <laughs> For at least a week. The official Star Trek magazine has really gone off the deep end with this cover about a guy having a baby. It's weird. <laughs> um. But yeah, abs- uh, yeah. When I have kids, uh, you know, 
at one point when, you know, they, they grow into adolescence and they resent me and want to, you know, rebel and hurt me, they will just talk about how Back to the Future is a terrible film. Like, it's oh. awful. And that's when you have to send them to the juvenile hall or, like, one of those camps. Boot camps. Mm. Oh, okay, yes. Boot camps for kids. Not like a camp camp. Just send them to camp. <laughs> I'll show you. You're going to learn how to canoe. As punishment. Make a god's eye. <laughs> I forgot about those. <laughs> uh, but at one point over Thanksgiving dinner, uh, you know, I'm not going to – it wasn't even a joke. It was me making a reference to a thing, uh, kind of masquerading it as a joke, as I do sometimes, as you could tell from this podcast. But, um, you know, somebody said something about, like, oh, who's going to – you know, we got to take the, the, the – uh, garbage to the, the, the dump for, for, you know, her grandmother because she can't drive the truck. And, you know, we're talking about who will do it. And then I step up and I'll say, I'll drive that tanker, which I only know as a, um, you know, Mad Max thing that happens in Mad Max. <laughs> and then out of the other room, uh, my, my uh, sister's husband, uh, my brother-in-law, uh, who was, you know, I was at their wedding not too long ago. And he's oh. a nice, nice dude. He just steps out and he says, and did I hear you just make a Mad Max reference? And I say, yes, yes, I did. And he just said, respect, and nodded at me, and then kind of like went, went back into where he was. And I was <laughs> like, oh, oh, no, I feel, like I, I feel like I need to watch Mad Max now so I can understand what I just said. Next time you see him, just make as many references as you can to Mad Max to see how much I'm, more respect you can get. I'm living, I'm living a lie now. But I, and then I watched Mad Max, and it was not in that. I think it's in the second one, so now I need to watch Mad Max 2. <laughs> I need to see those eventually. I don't you know. I didn't even know that quote. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's one of those things that I just kind of picked up through like cultural osmosis of people referring to things and other things. That I need I need to get on that. Maybe they'll show it at Movie Lounge. The same way sometimes I'll say the first rule of Fight Club is do not talk about Fight Club. Watch that movie. <laughs> uh, you're really you're really hyping this Fight Club no, film. No, it's not the know. same. Not the same kind of hype. It's not like oh my god. There's a that's I how I usually hype movies. <laughs> yes. Uh, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. It's a little grating. Oh, I'd better stop doing that then. But, yeah, and then uh, Christmas, you know, it's, Christmas is a thing. Um, I think my brother is going to uh, visit at some point for Christmas. Ah, the military one? Uh, yeah, he's uh, been in you know, military training, doing military things for uh, for several months, uh, I think now he's at an undisclosed location that I cannot share. But um, yeah, so that, that'll be fun. It's Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. He is twenty minutes away in Atlanta, <laughs> and I have not seen him in so many months. Oh, yeah. Even though he's like twenty minutes away. Everyone in the audience, all oh, right now. No, let's not oh. do that. No one will hear it. That's true. Call us. In awe, or MP3 it and email it in. It could say segue to our number. Do we still have a number? Oh, maybe not. <laughs> six five seven. That's how it goes. Eight six seven. That Neil five. Oh, that's the other one. We I think we do. Or one of the Google Voice lines is still open because I recently got a voicemail telling us about like our termites. Or something. Oh, our termites. Yeah, we have a termite inspection coming up. I didn't know if you knew about that, but. Oh, well, I, I need to prepare so they can find the termites. Let me see. Well, I didn't listen to it. I just read the thing. But is way with S a Western nation. I was just calling about the termite. Expect on the house so I can reschedule. If you go, tell you other yesterday to we're available. 
So anyways, I was wondering if you figure a schedule one came out there. I try. I will try giving Michael a call here in a minute to see if I can tell him to. Okay, thank you. Mm, it's wild. Yeah. And then he wild left his stuff. number. <laughs> Should I call him back? Uh, maybe. Maybe we could do it live on the show. Ooh. Be a fun segment. That would. I don't know what would happen. <laughs> He'd be quite confused. Would we have to be like radio DJs, like prank calling them? Hey, well, uh, you're, you're listening to this bed right in the morning. You just got cranked. Oh, Whoa. just got happied. Whoa. Just, yeah, just make weird nonsense sounds. So, well, maybe I have it saved in my phone. I think I have it saved in my phone as HappyCast. It's like 1-800-HAPPYCAST or something? Hmm. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe. Something. HappyCast. It is... One seven seven four two two seven nine six eight six, or is it one five zero two? I I have no idea. One seven seven, happy none. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Happy none. One seventy seven, happy none. N U N none. That's like, right, guys. Uh, so so send you know just call us, say things, and we'll play yeah. it on a show in the future. Please, or, we don't have any email. That's not spam. Yep, or email us at uh, happycastfeedback at gmail.com. You remembered it. <laughs> yep, I do. And we have a blog or something. I have to remember how to upload podcasts. We are on Tumblr. I was posting stuff there because it's easier to stream it directly from there if you don't leave, want to download it. Leave an iTunes review and maybe we'll do more podcasts in the future. Yes, possibly sometime between now and September. <laughs> be a few in there. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully several between now and September. We shall see. Because there is something to talk about, I think. Maybe. Oh, I hope so. Because um, yeah, we should last Wednesday. We, yeah, we should do the catching up thing. I. Uh, this is the same pod, the same segment, I think. One big segment. Oh, that's right. No, 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 no. But non-holiday things. What have I done? I, I went to a wedding, like in um, April. Uh, you know, if we did a podcast, then I would have a lot to talk about about that wedding. But yeah, but I guess. I'll say, Weddings are pretty boring, but I think I can come up with a few things. Yeah. Um, my brother went away to military stuff, and uh, we went to see him at his boot camp graduation or basic training graduation. And uh, he was somewhere in South Carolina, I believe. And oh. that, was, that was fun. That was a, that was a thing I did. I I went to um, I, I, I transported a sandwich. I felt like I felt like you know in the movies where somebody's delivering an organ to somebody that needs like a, like a kidney or a heart or something heart transplant. They have it in the cooler. Uh, before before I left, I went to our favorite sandwich shop uh, called Baldino's Italian Subs. Um, hopefully I want to go to there. It's great. It's great. Hopefully they'll pay me for just saying that on the show. <laughs> just tell them, Un- involuntary sponsor, Baldino's. And, and I and I and I, uh, I disassembled the sub and I kept the bread separate so it wouldn't get soggy. And then uh, once I finally got there uh, the next day, when I saw him, I put it back together. I was like, Ah, here's a sandwich. It tastes like home. <laughs> and I felt I felt real bad because he seemed to really enjoy that sandwich. But then at the same time, I was like, I'm really, I'm pretty hungry. I maybe I should maybe I should eat the sandwich before I get there. Oh, <laughs> but I did not. Oh, good on you. <laughs> yes. I, I guess I guess I guess that's the special thing. Or the, no, the, the reason we're doing this podcast, uh, very huge uh, kind of life changing event has taken place uh, uh, recently. Megan works at a news station. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That started a few months ago. She does. She produces morning shows. It's only the fourth. Oh, she's gonna be doing the fourth. Wait, four thirty or five thirty? 
maybe 4.30? I don't know. I think 4.35 and 5.30 she's been doing today. Wow. So that, that must uh, really be like a, you know, wreak havoc on a sleeping schedule, right? It's like 4.30 a.m.? Yeah. You think – well, she has to go in at 2. You, well, actually, now she has to go in at like 11.30 p.m. Wow. stays to like 7 a.m. <laughs> but you'd think it would like totally mess it up, which it kind of did. But only like see now we're kind of freed from like the chains of time, which that sounds kind of awesome. No That'd be a cool like album cover, or yeah, or like a like a like a like a tagline for a time travel movie. Ooh, freed from the chains of time. Oh, I want to see that movie. Maybe well, you should get Bruce Willis in it because he's great in Trent Armstrong. Time. As okay, <laughs> Bruce Willis is Trent Armstrong in the the, the time vortex. I can't complain. Time about traveling podcaster. Yes, he travels through time, teaching people right from wrong. The time travelers podcast. I want to see that movie. I would. Yeah, I will. I will. You know, if I ever won the lottery, I would personally finance the production of that film. You would purchase the rights to Trent's likeness. Yes. <laughs> the first thing you do. And the first thing I do, I would, I would purchase the rights to his likeness, and I would not hire him to play Trent Armstrong. <laughs> I would hire Christian Slater. Would every photo of him then be, like, illegal under copyright unless they had your permission? Maybe. I don't know. I'll have to look into the, the specifics of how these laws work. We'll have to see about that. But, yeah, but – um. Like normal, like you know, I've been used to years and years of I have to go to bed now, I have to wake up now. Now it's just kind of we go to bed when we feel like it, sleep eight hours, wake up, and it just feels normal. We can sleep early, we can sleep late. We base it mostly off of what we want to eat that day and what will be open then. Huh. Like Taco Bell is open right before she goes to work, so we can eat something from there before she goes to work usually. And like in the mornings, only like a couple places have food we want so we time it with yeah but you can't but you can't sleep from like you know like midnight to 8 a.m which is my personal favorite sleep that's the only but we'll see i kind of it's interesting waking up when it's dark because then it feels like i woke up early even though i didn't it's mm. like yeah i feel way happier waking up when it's dark than waking up when the sun is blinding me because that's just like a grumpy start to my morning. Oh, great, the sun's out. Can't it be raining or something? But uh, no, it's dark. I'm like, oh, nice darkness. I can wake up like slowly by myself instead of like slowly. Uh... Well, I'm I'm glad that you have embraced your new nocturnal lifestyle. I have. Well, sometimes it's not not dayturnal. <laughs> What's the the wow. opposite of nocturnal. My mind really has slowed down without the podcasting. I need to keep my mind active. I hear Sudoku is good for that. It's what I like old crosswords. Sudoku, I don't prefer as much because it's just putting numbers in squares. Crosswords, you have to like think of words or something. I mean, that seems, you know, pretty, pretty reductive. Can't crosswords be boiled down to putting letters in squares? Yeah, but like this, the the clue in Sudoku, it's not like you have clues like. This number is somewhere between two and five. You have to, like, figure it out from that. Well, like, you have to, like, think on another level, man. <laughs> I, I also do not like Sudoku. Creed? I was just playing devil's advocate. 
I, I open my door outside. The spider web is still here, so I'm closing it again. You should yell. You think it's just going to pack up and move? <laughs> Maybe, eventually. So, uh, what else has happened in the past several months? I played something Minecraft? No, oh, Minecraft. That's great. Great game. And I now have it on the uh, PC, so I can play custom maps. That's all I do with it. Ah, that's why I never see you on the Xbox anymore. Yes, well, because I've done a whole lot. I've built the entirety of the mansion from the first Resident Evil game, complete with items, and you can play through it like the actual game, where certain doors you need, like, a key to unlock. There are even some puzzles I made up. The entire, th- not just the mansion, it's like... Mansion's only like a third of the game. There's like the underground labs and like the outside courtyards and waterfalls and like the big like wooden cabin hotel thing. Built all that. And a giant snowman. That's not part of Resident Evil. You made the Millennium Falcon. Oh, yes. I, well, I did that one off of a, like a guide or off like a plan or whatever. Just ah, you had, awesome. you, had like a, you had like a blueprint. Yeah, blueprint that tells me layer by layer. That's how I did that one. Mm-hmm. And an at at. And that was that's pretty cool. Uh, I have a PC. I've been playing a lot of custom maps. I downloaded a mod called like Techit that has where you can build like solar panels and oil refineries and quarries. Quarries are pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, sounds. You just, sounds like fun. You turn it on, connect some pipes, it just mines a giant hole by itself. There's, like, magic, and there's, like, a part that's supposed to be, like, mist where you can, like, open a book and travel to different random ages. Oh, that, yeah, that, that is mist. I played that. Uh, let's see. Uh, I proposed to my girlfriend. Okay. I've All been right. watching a lot of Lord of the Rings. Oh, man, Lord of the Rings. Wait. What? What? I feel... Like, we, we forgot the most, like, you just, we glossed over the most important thing. Borderlands 2? The Halo 4 has come out. Oh, Halo the, 4. The fourth Halo game. The latest and greatest in the, wait, no, no, wait, not the, the, did you propose marriage? I, I played Resident Evil 6, Assassin's Creed 3, Lego heard, Lord of the Rings. I heard, I heard RE6 is okay, not as good as RE5. I actually liked it way more. You like it more than five? A lot of people are really down on six. Hmm. I hear I hear four is kind of the pinnacle of the series, though. Yeah, third person four is really good. I thought six captured the feel of four, five, and I guess a mixture of the two. I thought it was really good. People were really down on it because of hype. <laughs> or like everyone wants it to be what they want it to be. I enjoyed it for how they meant it to be. What about the films? I hear those. Are... They're not great. They're okay. Fun. <laughs> They're fun. <laughs> well, that you know, some you know, if that's what they aspire to be is fun, and they pull that off, then you know, get on that. If you know the series at all, don't go into it hoping for it to be like that, because it's nothing at all like the series. There's similar characters. There's still the Umbrella Corporation's a bad guy. There are zombies, a couple of similar monsters. That's it. Is there somebody named Wesker? Yes, he's the bad guy. Okay. All right, cool. That's all I know about Resident Evil. Somebody's named Whisker. It's like if the Lord of the Rings movie still had all the characters, but they were, like, like working in an office or something. Oh, my God, that sounds incredible. (laughs) They aren't wearing, like, their robes or anything. No! (laughs) Office wizard. (laughs) It's basically like that, and then there's, like, there's still, like, an evil corporation named Mordor. What? And, like, Sauron. And, like, Saruman's, like, a middle middle management. Oh, that sounds great. I want to oh. see that now. 
Let's see. Yeah, let's start a Kickstarter for <laughs> Office Wizard, Lord of the Rings. That's what's called Office Wizard. That sounds like a a name for like a printer you buy off, like uh, like a, a copy machine maybe you buy off like a scene on TV commercial. Yeah, you know, Gandalf. Uh, Gandalf is uh, posted up in the break room, and he he's at the door, and he says, "You shall not pass until you buy Girl Scout cookies from my daughter." See? This would be amazing. Oh, man. You need to watch the rest anyway, because I think Frodo is pretty lame, and Sam is basically the hero. My favorite character was the wizard dude, and he died at the end of the first one, where he was all like, you shall not pass. That part is the best part. Um, so I, that's why I just stopped watching. I was like, oh, the best character's dead. I shouldn't even finish this now. You should finish it still, because I like Gimli the most. Is he the one? He's the dwarf. Okay, okay. Yeah. He's pretty, pretty awesome. Oh, yeah, so I'll propose to my girlfriend. My favorite character is the ring. Ah. Got to cop out, like, people that say my favorite character on Lost is the island. No, your favorite character would have to be, like, Middle Earth or, like, Rohan or something. Is the ring not a character? Not really. The ring is kind of like a horcrux that, like, oh, you don't know Harry Potter either. But the ring is kind of like... Voldemort, one of Voldemort's horcruxes, because part of Sauron is inside of the ring. Like, he, he poured his power into it so he'd have more power, but without the ring, he's, like, he has a lot less power. So he poured power into the ring, so he'd ha- but... It, it made the ring super strong, so when he has it, like, it like, it like amplified the power, his own power in the ring. Okay. So okay. when he has it, he's, like, crazy powerful, but once he loses it, like, at the very start of the first movie... Yes. He like just evolves into nothingness, and now he's just a big freaking eye on top of a tower. What and about he, the? He's what about? Power. But aren't there other like less powerful rings? There out? used to be. All right, I actually looked part of this up. He uh he wasn't supposed to be a part of any of the ring making. Uh, but the other like rings like nine given to humans who later become the Nazgul ring wraith black riders who you see being all creepy. All oh, right, yeah, yeah, those guys. Three are given to elves, which I think are like Elrond, Galadriel, who you saw both of them, and then someone else. And I think like Gandalf had one for a while. Most of them have been destroyed. Okay. And they weren't bad at first, but Sauron snuck in, made his own ring, forged it in Mount Doom. Uh. He then, like, it was used to control all the other rings, so that's why all the humans who had the oh, rings so became just, his Nazgul's. Okay, so that, that negated the, 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 the use of the other rings. The other rings are useless now well, because... I guess they're useful, but they're, he's, he, he controls them now with his one ring to one rule ring them all. To rule them all, okay. Yeah, and then the darkness bind them or find them. I forgot which part that goes in. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right. and then once he lost the ring, he lost most of his power... But that's why the Nazgul's are still drawn to the ring, because they're drawn to his power. And so if it's used by Frodo, the Black Riders are like, <laughs> You know, yeah, all right. I, you know, I think I'm going to enjoy this more now that I've used breaking down kind of the minutia of the backstory of The Lord of the Rings. Because a lot of that stuff, I, you know, I like that prologue a lot, but I didn't understand... Like the rings or the need for the rings or how they decide to make the rings. Was there like a committee? It's like, hey, we should make these powerful rings. I think it's – you have to think of that part kind of like how the others started if you never saw Across the Sea. Hmm. That's a Lost reference for those who don't watch how Lost. Did, how did the – well, that's just Jacob brought various people. Like if guy. you never saw that – well, if you never saw like how Jacob started, that's kind of like if – you know. 
you're discussing bits and pieces of what happened. I had to look some of it up. I learned more of it from playing Lego Lord of the Rings. I'm being serious. <laughs> it makes it so much easier when it's simple like that. Okay. Well, clearly, I, th- I feel like what we've learned here is there needs to be a Lego Godfather, and I can play it and I can understand it would what, make it better. what is going on there. It would make it way better. Like, I, th- I feel bad saying this, but I – well, I haven't seen Star Wars in a long time, but I know the story way better because of the Lego games than hmm. when I watched the movies years ago. Okay. Well, I mean, fair enough. I mean, it's, you know, more recent in your mind. I also enjoyed Indiana Jones 4 in Lego form <laughs> way more than the movie. Well, that is ridiculous, Ben, because, as everyone knows – You oppose Kingdom, are stupid. <laughs> Kingdom of – the Crystal Skulls is the best Indiana Jones movie. Space is not supernatural. It's extraterrestrial. It oh, but it's... No, ugh, but the, the skulls, like the magic, like the mystical skulls. Earthly, like earthly supernatural. Uh, well. Anyway. <laughs> you know, like the... You know, there are problems with that film. Like, there's a lot of CG that seems unnecessary. And, you know, Shia LaBeouf kind of is not great in it. Yeah. It's weird, because then he came out publicly like, oh... Indiana Jones 4 was awful. What a, a terrible, you know, garbage film. Like, yeah, but you, you, that was because of you. You were the worst part of that movie. <laughs> Swinging in the Vines. Oh, God. That's awful. I really like, you know, a lot of people, you know, you know, talked a lot of Yang about the, uh, the, the nuking the fridge scene, but that was one of my favorite scenes in the film. I thought that was. Well, New Vegas know. references it. It was a fun, it was a fun, yeah, it does, doesn't it? I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, I like that part. It's, it's, it's a fun Indiana Jones-esque, you know, scene, because, you know, okay, let's be, let's be real here, you know, obviously Raiders of the Lost Ark is the best one, but after that, it kind of gets kind of, like, slapsticky and goofy at points, like, he falls out of a plane, and he uses a raft as a parachute, or, yeah, yeah all right. I thought like, I was screaming, I think. I think so. The girls so. scream. Well, I know that from Lego Lord of the Ring. I mean, Lego uh, Indiana Jones, because I always get to be Indiana Jones because I'm player one. Megan was the girl, and her one of her powers was screaming and breaking glass items. Huh. Like, she screamed a lot in the movie, I assume. She also got to be short round a lot. <laughs> Driving a, a lot car of, around some town. A lot of Temple of Doom. You know, I feel like we missed a really, really important segue where we're talking about... Borderlands 2? The creation of the rings. All right, yeah, creation of the ring, the one ring, the one ring to rule them all, and the darkness bind them. Yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> now, didn't you have something else related to rings? I uh, think the Olympics happened. You played Halo, which is a ring world. It's actually a weapon. Didn't we win the Olympics? Maybe. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> That's so. That's five rings. Sure. Yes. I went and- to a circus. Oh, the three-ring circus. I actually go to a circus. That's the only thing I can think of that had rings. Any uh, circus. I ate funyuns. Sure. You played a Halo game. There's seven rings. I have not yet played Halo. I know nothing about the rings. There's seven ring worlds. The ring worlds were made by ring worms? ancient race. Ring worlds. Seven ring worms. There's ancient race called the Forerunners. Okay. No, I no, wait. There's, there's something else. Ah. Uh, you bought a Super Bowl ring from eBay because now oh, I yeah. can tell people that you were part of the 1970. Six Steelers. I think they won a Super Bowl. I don't know. I'm going to live fact check you on Super Bowl seven or not seventy six. I don't think that's what Super Bowl are we on right now? Uh like close to fifty. Nineteen seventy six. Let's see if the Steelers played that year. Oh, that was Super Bowl X. According to Wikipedia. 
Uh-huh. Holy crap, how'd you know the Steelers were in that? <laughs> I, I, the, the Steelers won a lot of Super Bowls in the 70s. Yeah. That's all I know. Who did they beat? Oh, I, uh, I think the Steelers are an AFC team, I believe. Yes. I think they might, in the 70s, I'm just going to play a hunch and say they beat the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Holy crap. Well, thank you. That's our sports segment. Yes. Sports. sports. <laughs> and Terry Bradshaw was the quarterback. No. Of the of the Pittsburgh Steelers, yeah. Oh, crap. How do you know that? Did you just, like, learn everything you could about one year of Super Bowl? Just no, case, no, that's, <laughs> no, I, I just, I don't know. It's, like, a, a weird pocket of knowledge I have for some reason. Like, I know things about things that maybe I shouldn't for some reason. Like, I never, you know, again, it's like the it's like the cultural osmosis thing. I've never seen Fight Club, but I know what that movie is about. Where did it take place? Not Fight Club. It, it took place in the Fight Club. Um, no, I, oof, no idea. I mean, I would just be like probably somewhere in california i don't know oh wrong side of america miami oh man what was the score <laughs> uh tw- 28 to 17 21 to 17 but that wasn't bad that's close that was close <laughs> who was the coach of the cowboys uh tom landry yeah i only know that because of king of the hill yes <laughs> okay um so what what happened Mm, something involving Minecraft and rings. <sighs> Minecraft and rings. Um, I built. I, I recreated Halo in Minecraft, but I don't think that's it. <laughs> no, I would want to see that though if that actually happened. Because mm. you can in the Xbox version, you can be Halo Man in Minecraft. You can, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm actually I, Banjo of and Kazooie. <laughs> and Kazooie name or Tui, oh. uh, which whichever one. Banjo Tooie is that one? What? Is that a game? Tooie's the sequel, but okay. the other character is Kazooie. Or, oh right, yeah, okay. the bird. That's my best bird. Did you? I did you? Did you say you proposed? Is that a thing? I I like, propose several things every I, day. I, I, like how what? about we Chick Fil A today? Did you propose? Yeah. Did you propose Taco Bell for dinner again? Yes. I I think did I do that on the twenty eighth? I don't remember. I, I did. There was a ring involved. I've seen a lot of, you know, probably like one of the, the churros. That's like a ring because I've, you know, guilty pleasure of mine is I like to watch videos online of guys proposing to their girlfriends at uh, sporting events that they have Taco Bell for dinner. And they, the girl always says no. And it's so embarrassing. Oh, um, <laughs> I bet they probably end up eating at Arby's. That would be sad. Hmm. What? What happened? I can't remember. I did propose to my girlfriend, but I don't think that's what you're talking about. Like in marriage? You, did you propose marriage? Oh, yeah, yeah I, I did I, that. Yep, like, okay, like, uh, like the, like, um, like the, the, the merging of two families, like, like. I'm now like, a fiance with one E, and she's a fiance with two. Is that how that works? I had to ask her. Fiance, fiance. We're, we're both fiances, but like it's French, and so she, hers has two E's. Huh. One, Mark I, above it. I assume mine has the E above it too, because it's fiance. Is that the masculine version of it? Oh, mine is. Yeah. Yeah, you're you know, the one yeah. with the. Um, I don't like that word, but only because of an episode of Seinfeld. What? I don't remember that one. I think there's the one where Elaine was annoyed by someone talking about their fiance. It's like, oh, my fiance. Is a, da, da, da. Yeah, we usually don't do that. Oh, you should. It's really annoying. You I sometimes to... call her my financee. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's good. That's a solid, solid joke. It's better. But yeah, that totally happened on the 28th. Wow, congratulations. And I, you know, since you're talking about this very uh, publicly, I'm assuming she said yes. Well, that, she said no. She <laughs> <Jackie> left. <laughs> you're taking this so well. I, I know, I know. I bounced back pretty fast. No, she said yes. <laughs> okay, congratulations. Yes. And uh, I tell, I told a lot of people beforehand, other than my family, you were the first one to know, Brian. Oh, oh wow, I'm honored. Yes, you were the very first because I was trying to think of like who do I know that I talk to about important things. Yes. The first one I thought of was oh well Brian. I mean it's been eight months since he talked last, but <laughs> back then I told him that well texting isn't kind of talking. So no, I'm sorry. I've been communicating via text message or or like in public, you have a big whiteboard. Yes, or you know better than I don't like the like the feel of writing with chalk and just yeah. God, cool. yeah, a whiteboard, way better. Absolutely. Or at least like a touch screen. Ooh, yeah, that's the future. Oh, and just carry around an iPad yeah. and type out messages. Oh, exactly. Or draw it on draw something. Oh, see, no, no, see, but then it would it wouldn't be legible. People wouldn't know what I'm trying to say because you I'm try- terrible. Like hieroglyphics. I I don't know. Okay, I do know. You play that game with me. I'm really bad at that game. You are not. You saw my drawing of a line. It was barely. Like, it looked. It was a line. It was absolutely a line. One heck of a line I drew there. It was not straight. It kind it of. It was still a line though. It didn't have to. It didn't, didn't have to be a straight line. Okay. All right. Yeah. I think it was actually a, technically a line segment because it kept going, like uh, like one way it was infinite, but then the other there's a point. Like, oh yeah. I, should put, I had the arrow on one side. Okay. Yeah. I should have put dots on both ends to make it a whole line segment. Yeah, okay, yeah, but dots on both ends. Well, what, 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 what is it if it's uh, infinite one way, but then one way has a... Array, I think? That's a ray, right? A line segment is a segment, obviously. Okay. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Geometry by the happy cast. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, maybe my line was a straight line, but it was viewed, like, on a globe. Right! Like, it wibbly wobbly. <laughs> timey-wimey. See, people think of lines... This is being straight, but like quoting blink. It's like a ball of string. You're trying to quote blink. Oh, but yeah, so we're engaged now. Congratulations. How how does how does it feel? Is everything different now? Uh it's pretty much the same except more people talk to us now. Hmm. Oh, that seems seems like a negative to me. In some ways. <laughs> Well, I better back up and go in order, or else I'll forget to say stuff. Well, uh, actually, you knew before I got the ring, I think. I think I texted that we were going to get one. Yes. And then I texted several of my friends afterward. Megan went to bed like she's asleep now, sitting next to me, sleeping right through podcasting. Heavy sleeper. Uh, Apparently. But she was sleeping, and... I texted several of my friends to let them know. Mostly, I texted the ones who have been like, who have been some important part of my life, you know, through my life. If they meant like something, you know, really heavily, and I actually had their number to text, I texted them about it. I, I feel like it would kind of been hilarious if you just texted like an old friend from high school you haven't spoke to in many years. It's like, hey, Jeff, I'm proposing today. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> just so you know. Bragging about some kid. Remember, remember that time when you said I'd never marry anyone. Well, I'm yeah. getting engaged, maybe. <laughs> maybe <laughs> if we'll, she says we'll yes. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I did that, and like 
Uh, all the girls oohed and odd over the ring picture I sent. <laughs> Some of the guys oohed and odd over the ring picture I sent. <laughs> uh, let's see. I built something in Minecraft. I was trying to think of how I wanted to do it. And I knew that she didn't want it in public because that's embarrassing for both of us. Absolutely. Especially if she said no, embarrassing to me. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I mean, then so I probably would have filmed it and put it on YouTube. Yeah, like it'd be just me crying and running out of the restaurant and... I didn't really want to get out on my knee because I told her about that, like, I think months before. Because I was like, I'm down really low. I don't see the point <laughs> of it. I don't see how it's, like, extra romantic. I mean, I, just, I guess it's supposed to symbolize, like, I am on my knees begging you to marry me, which sounds more sad to me. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Um, one of my friends said congratulations to me. And then she said, oh, I'm not supposed to say congratulations to her. Apparently that's, like, bad luck or something. Oh. Apparently congratulations to a guy is, congratulations, you met someone awesome. And like, to a girl, it's like, congratulations, you aren't sleeping around with everybody. Oh, that's I, what I looked up. I didn't know that. It's new to me. I, I think it's silly. <laughs> I think I may have congratulated both of you, so I apologize. No. I have no idea. <laughs> How dare you call her a harlot? <laughs> I didn't mean to. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know that either. I think it's just crap, so whatever. Well, but, you know, you're already you're already bucking the tradition of, of the one knee thing, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, forget all that. So I, I was like, well, Megan, I know she wants it to be a nerdy thing, or at least she would appreciate it if it were a nerdy thing, because we are both nerdy. It's like, well, I don't have – I have the ring now. I don't have to wait too long because I'm going to get super nervous. <laughs> True. Yeah. What if she finds the ring and yeah. then ruins the surprise? Throws it in the Mount Doom. You can't exactly. What if Neil deGrasse Tyson doesn't write back and you know comply with your your request for him to fly out and help you with the proposal? That would be pretty awesome. That'd be yeah. That'd be rad. But I knew I didn't have time to like contact any game people to be like, hey, is there any chance you could help out? I've seen people do it with you don't know Jack and Borderlands One and all sorts of other stuff. There was no way I was going to be able to pull that off. I thought with Portal 2, they got that voice actress to do something. That was a really cool one. Huh. So I was like, you know what? I'll just make it myself. That's what people say about Christmas, you know? The, the best presidents are ones you actually have to make or something. Is that, is that a thing people that's say? Not, that's not like the phrase, I think. But <laughs> I can't remember. There's something about that. If you make it, like, shows it comes from your heart or whatever. Anyway, I went to the Minecraft world that we built together. It took, like, months to build from, like, our very first treehouse to the castle to our village to our at-at and all that. It was a guided tour through it. With, like, I walled off certain parts. There were signs saying, like, nice things. She was, she's been sad that week, so I told her it was just, like, a cheer-up tour. And, like, there was, they were saying nice things. It's kind of like a reliving a tour, except all of the things I said applied to both Minecraft and real life. So the whole thing was, like, a really stupid metaphor. No, no, it sounds... No, it, it was pretty stupid. Yeah, <laughs> it, it sounds sweet, though. I mean, yeah, it was probably sweet, say, but yeah. it was stupid, though. <laughs> <laughs> it was very stupid. And, and then there was, like, a rail cart ride near the AT-AT, which symbolized just, like, nerdy stuff that got done together. The castle we built was... I called it a magical castle because of our Disney World trip. The village was St. Louis because it's, like, a town we haven't been to before. Then, like, the rail ride was like a roller coaster, had ups and downs, which ended up at something she had not seen before, which was I built a replica of our apartment. Oh, wow. <laughs> and she didn't know what it was at first, so she got up to the door and it, saw, it said eight, probably because I couldn't make us have, like, ugly color door frames or anything, because it's Minecraft. 
But she went inside, she realized what it was, and then she didn't realize it was a proposal yet. She just thought it was cool, and she wandered through our apartment, I mean, in the game, roller coaster out the back window, which is actually on the second floor in real life, so don't jump out of it. There's not a roller coaster ride. It led to a room full of cake and torches, because I don't have lots of candles. Close I can get is lots of light sources in Minecraft. It, she told me later that around there, she kind of suspected it. <laughs> And then there's a switch on the ground, which he pulled, and it opened up a like a big wall where it said, will you marry me, with a big heart. And she started, like, saying, are you serious, over and over, and crying. And at first I thought that meant no. <laughs> I was like, oh, crap. Uh, yeah, it sounds like a nerve-wracking few seconds. So I reached over and, like, hit play on the computer because it was set to one of our songs, which I read the lyrics later, and apparently that song is actually about, like, a, guy, a guy's feelings after they've like broken up. Oh, <laughs> we didn't oh. hear that. Well, we always hear the one line, like the chorus is "No one's gonna love you more than I do." But then I like listen to the lyrics better because I remember I told you before in the podcast. If anyone longtime listeners, I don't listen to lyrics very oh, often. Nor do I. And so I the, I read the lyrics and the first part is like feeling like a limb torn off. I'm like, oh. Oh, that probably shouldn't be our dance at the wedding. <laughs> the first lines about ripping limbs off or something. I was like, oh, that's probably not an appropriate song for... Anyway, but I played that and pulled the ring out from under the pillow next to me because I had it hidden there. And she was all, like, excited. And she was still just crying and saying, are you serious? And I thought about saying, yeah, yeah, I gotcha. This <laughs> gotcha. Uh, you got punked. <laughs> But then she, I, was, I had to ask her, I was like, is that a yes or a no? She's like, it's a yes. I was like, oh, oh, okay. Ooh, felt so much better then. Ooh, well, that sounds like quite the emotional roller coaster ride, Ben. Um, yeah, one of the first things she did was get on Facebook and did <laughs> it, and I updated mine. I'm, and then I'll, you know, probably less effective because I think you guys pulled a prank years back where you did a fake proposal on Facebook. We did. <laughs> I think the April Fools after, like, I think it's like four or five months after we started dating, we put that. <laughs> yeah, but this time was for real. Everyone believed it this time. Um, I forgot I wasn't friends with my mom on Facebook, so she didn't know I'd already done it. So I got a phone call. She was getting phone calls from people. Uh, she, Megan had to call her parents, which didn't go as well. <laughs> they weren't as excited as everybody on Facebook was. Uh, in fact, I don't think there was – there might have been one congratulations. I don't think there was. <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, and then we started, like, not really planning in the order we're supposed to plan it because we don't really know what we're doing. <laughs> You know, ideally, anybody that proposes, you know, they don't know what they're doing because they've never been married before. It's like, no, no, I remember from my third marriage, uh, we should probably book the uh, reception hall. At this place. Right now, right that now. Was really good two marriages ago. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, this is my fourth one, so I get a discount. I had a great time there. We could hire this band. I've hired them three times already. They know they, me. They always do a great job. But, uh... The, most of my, like, knowledge of everything that happens between an engagement and a wedding and honeymoon comes from sitcoms. Absolutely, yes. And, like, that's, like, the main one. So I don't really remember the order. I remember all the things that happen. So I know at some point there's, like, talk of best men and maid of honor, and there's, like, 
honeymoons at places, and there's bridal shower, which usually involves lingerie, which I don't go to because I don't wear lingerie. <laughs> Since I'm, you know, do males? Is there male lingerie? I'm sure that's the thing like that exists. Male, male lingerie. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. You have to, you have to go uh, have a bachelor party with your old friend from the navy, and you guys go to a strip club. But then uh, something happens. I don't know. Like the bride happens to be there, or like the sure. brother or something. Absolutely. Or you see the father of the bride at the place, and then it's real uncomfortable. <laughs> like he's there every week. He's a regular. He's the owner of the strip club. <laughs> but uh, speaking of which, Brian, would you be my best man? No, like, like, like the, like at, at your, like the, the best man, like at the, the wedding. best, yeah, yeah, like the wedding, standing next to me, in like one of the biggest moments of my life, standing there, handing me a ring, not feeding it to a goose or whatever happened in France. Are, are you? I don't know. I don't. I, you know, I, I feel hesitant. I feel like this might be one of your, your trademark Ben, Ben goops. Like, you are you serious? Say we got. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. I would be honored that I must confess I've been a best man once before at my dad's third wedding. It didn't go well, so I have a bad track record. <laughs> uh oh, I, I might be reconsidering now. <laughs> I'll, no, I'll still go with it. This is okay. probably Actually, like a slightly different, you know, scenario. But probably, hopefully, yes, because you're not my father. So <laughs> Or am I? Oh, my God. Is this like our Empire Strikes Back moment? Spoiler alert. Uh, but, yeah, absolutely. I'll, man, i I got to start planning. Um, you, you know, I'm going to get in my, get into lean wedding shape. Um, I have to book a flight. Uh, when do you guys know about when you're getting married? Uh, well, first uh, disclosure, I actually asked Brian like a few days ago, and he already knows. <laughs> no, this is new. I, you know, I'm really, I'm selling this. People believe. This is official this time. This is an official. This was recorded before that. Yes. yes. I, I guess it's less convincing when you just announced it on Twitter before. Yeah. Uh, well, this was recorded before. Oh, right. Yeah. We'll right, just say right. that. Recorded before I announced it on Twitter. So I didn't do that yet. Okay. I will do that. You will in the totally. future. Yes. This is not December right now. This is November still. But, yeah, no, this is very exciting. I, you know, absolutely. I know it's a long trip, but, I mean, we've podcasted off and on for a couple of years now, two different podcasts, and you're one of the, I talk to you fairly regularly, and you are male. I am. I think that's a big factor in uh, choosing a best man. Well, you've, you've, you're pretty much a best friend, even though you're – far away which is kind of bizarre if you think about it but it's worked <laughs> sure absolutely we play, we play we a lot of baldinos but <laughs> we, we had those long like many hours of podcasting so that's oh god you know, sure. trying to do the 12 days of christmas talking about I feel, pancakes <laughs> i feel like if you listen to all the happy cast that exists that represents about a quarter of the things we've recorded that didn't make it to the show maybe a fifth <laughs> maybe a fifth i have a i've lost some of it I have a whole folder full of bloopers. Some I've used, some I have not because I can't, because they are too dark. Yeah. yeah all the way back from when I first started listening to Lost Podcasts, and then I don't know how we started playing Xbox at some point. I, yeah, I don't know. I think you bought I think you bought one. Um, I was like, oh, yeah, Xbox. We should play Xbox. Uh. Yeah, we played Gears of War. Like we play, I think Gears of War won overnight. Yes, that was that was a lot of fun. I remember uh, I was gonna, I'm going to talk about an overly specific video game moment that is interesting to no one. Here's what 
Gears of War 1, there okay. was a segment, or maybe it was two, there was a segment in the courtyard that I think we were stuck on for oh. literally two hours. <laughs> yeah, I think that was one. That was the hardest freaking part. I thought uh, you were going to say two and the stupid freaking rockworm. Oh, the rockworm. I hate you the rockworm. I love the rockworm. That is the worst part. It's, oh, that game sucks. Jump the shark. Yeah, I need to read three sometime. I, I own that, so we could play that together. You need to do that sometime, whenever your mic works and everything. Maybe, yes, maybe when you're here. <laughs> or maybe that. That will be... That will be your bachelor party. Is we're playing Gears of War three, <laughs> my favorite game. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it went from like doing that to I was on a couple guest roles of the podcast, and then at some point, like I think I was able to start texting you because well, I didn't want to be like, hey, can I text you about stuff sometime? Because that'd be kind of weird. But we had a problem where we didn't know when to like connect to play Left for Dead. And so we're like, oh, let's just text each other about it. Yeah. And, and then ended up working working out well. Yeah. And then like live podcasts and texting stuff. And then I we went to Disney World and we met you guys, you and Chris. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. That was like awesome. And then we podcasted. And then now you're going to be my best man. It's very exciting. I, you know, um, at first when you asked me, I was like, I don't, I feel kind of nervous. I don't know if I want to be. Like that weird guy where it's like, everybody, this is my friend from the internet. He's, uh, <laughs> Would it be more uh, awkward if, if, like, Megan was my friend from the internet? <laughs> maybe. Absolutely. Because, yeah, because I, I actually, full disclosure, when I found him, I'm like, wow, this, this is huge. I, I'm honored uh, that this would be asked. But then I kind of, like, my roommate was uh, with me at the time. I'm like, it sounds, I think I'm going to say yes to this, but is that, is this, is this weird? He's like, well, I think it'd be more weird if like he met the bride on the internet. It was like a long distance marriage. Uh, hey. People do that. People do that all the time. Yeah. I think the best man seems more reasonable. I was like, okay. And I've at least met right. you. Yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, you're right. That sounds great. I'm going to be the weird guy from the internet. Because well, lots of people don't know, know each other there anyway, I think. And I'm going to be a complete jerk about it to all your guy <laughs> friends. It's like, hey. I'm the best man. I got out. He, like, there was nobody near who was cool enough, so I got outsourced from the other coast. Well, actually, my other groomsmen are also none of them in Arkansas right now. They're all oh. having to travel here. Well, that sounds sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, well, two I knew in high school. Well, I actually, I, I, I forgot to ask one of them. Oh, that seems like a fairly important step in the process. <laughs> well, I only haven't asked him yet. But I, all right, I asked my friend Kevin in advance. Because he's in, like, Iowa or Oklahoma, one of those. I don't remember which one. He lives in one, but college is in the other. Is that – that's not a verb? Colleges? Like vacations? College, yeah, maybe. (laughs) I think he needs that as a verb. But, yeah, well, he's graduated now, or I think he will be graduating. I don't know. And he doesn't know where he's going to be working yet. But he said he's pretty sure he'll be able to make it. But he'll have to travel. My other friend, Kyle, who I've talked about in the podcast before, his dad has a plane and regularly flies him to and from Colorado to here. Okay. But well, I don't that's... ask him that because I think he can make it anyway. Hopefully. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I think my mom was joking that we should just ask him to go fly and pick up you and Kevin. <laughs> oh, yeah, that will be great. That's not probably going to happen. Groomsmen <laughs> road trip. Let's do it. Road, uh, air trip. Air trip, yeah. <laughs> it would not last very long, probably. It would be like an hour or two. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah, so uh, Megan's picked up – picked up? She hasn't picked up anyone. Uh, she's picked her – she actually is getting a maid of honor and a matron of honor. She wants both. Oh. 
I didn't even know that second one was a thing. Well, we had to ask Gran. That's my grandma for people who don't remember. Um, a matron of honor is apparently a married maid of honor. Oh, all right. She, she's getting two maids of honor, but one is technically a matron, which makes her sound really old. I think the word matron does. Yes. But, like, one is a friend she knows from now who we're friends with. One is, like, her best friend from high school who's going to make it. Or actually who insisted she was going to come. She's going to be invited anyway. But as soon as <laughs> she, she found out. And, and my I sister. Will, I will be there. Sister's also a bridesmaid. Who already had an idea I liked, and I think Megan liked too, about having little Lego people toppers on the wedding cake. Well, that sounds, sounds lovely. But we've picked September-ish. We're thinking maybe somewhere... Like around the 7th, because I think that's Labor Day weekend, not the 11th. That's her mom's birthday, and also sadness. Yes. I don't well, I don't know, Ben. I feel like, you know, it's been, well, it's 2012. It's been like 11 years or 12 years by then. You know, I, you know, we need to heal as a nation. I feel like if you got married on that day, it could negate a lot of, uh, a lot of negative feelings, kind of reclaim it. Do, do Germans get married on Hitler's birthday? I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> inadvertently, perhaps. Oh, we should probably ask them. German listeners, all of you that are out there, let us know. Um, we're not doing it on September 13th, because that's a Friday the 13th, and I'm not super, I'm not all super superstitious. But you're I'm not, not superstitious, but you're a little stitious. <laughs> yes, yeah, you to use that office quote. Yeah, I, I'm not going to chance it just in case. Yeah, you know. Kind of like how some people who don't believe in God when they're dying will still pray to God just in case. Just in case. <laughs> just, just to cover all your bases. Absolutely. So we're not going to do it on the 13th. So we're thinking probably the 7th because that gives people an extra day of travel time. Some people will already be off for Labor Day, so it won't matter. And plus, in, well, we were thinking like late summer or early fall, and we picked like early fall because for vacation, honeymoon stuff afterward, a lot of people have already gone home because their kids are back in school. Yeah, that's a good point. My kids will be in school then, so I should oh, really get home right all away. All the kids you have. But uh, my, my kid, uh, my kids hashtag and dubstep. Oh my god! What? What? Did you hear about the people that named their baby hashtag? I heard. I didn't hear the dubstep one. No, I just I felt like that would be a good counterpoint. Oh, oh god! I, I would be surprised. I would be shocked if they had another kid and didn't name it dubstep. That's all I'm saying. Oh, why would they do that to a kid? That seems mean. The kid's not going to like that later. No, he'll probably hate it forever. Probably, he'll probably change his name to like that Bebow Zippity Dup Dop Boobop guy. I'm just starting to scat now. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's name is pretty much like like that. I just don't remember. Uh, I, I was hoping you were say that guy's pretty. That, that guy's name pretty much is Scat, and then it sounds like you're. I actually almost did. <laughs> I stopped myself from saying that, actually. So oh, this is so why good. you're best man material. Absolutely. I you just constantly keep proving yourself. Like when you told me uh, that you were going to try to get into shape for it, and I asked you how, and now we are trying to get into shape for it. Yes, you guys have already surpassed me because I said, I think I'm, I think I'm going to do this. But then I ate like five donuts right afterwards. <laughs> Well, I think that night. Well, I mean, all right. The next morning, I'd forgotten about it and ate like three donuts. Then I was Everybody like, I'm just not gonna count those because <laughs> I forgot. But I think we're gonna do it where, like, if it's like a celebration, we're allowed to take that one day. Like, uh, I like think a like Christmas break. Yeah, Christmas. We don't have to count our calories from eating Christmas food. 
we so, can have candy that day, all that stuff. Um, like, also, like, my my grand, uh, granddaddy or grand, grandpa, for also people who don't know, he, on Sunday, celebrated his, like, 50-year anniversary of being in the ministry. Hmm. And there was cake. We're not counting that cake. No, no. Celebration cake. Doesn't Celebration count. cake. And, like, we can drink as much sparkling sh- – not champagne. We don't drink champagne. What's it called? Cider? Sure. Grape juice? Sp- Whatever it is. We last year. Not counting any of that. Birthday cake, birthday dinners, Valentine dinner does not count. Everything else counts. See, I'm just putting mine off until after, like, the New Year's as a New Year's resolution because those always work out. Those never. All the time. All the time. Literally every time. I think I set mine to losing 70 pounds before September. Oh, yep. I think you can do it. That's plenty of time. It gave me a calorie number with the app you gave me called Lose It! Exclamation point. It is a fine app. I've used it uh, to get in shape for my sister's wedding. I'm enjoying it because I like being able to scroll through and, like, plan out my foods for the day. Yeah, absolutely. Just It helps me just to be aware of my my my, my caloric intake. It's like, oh, I, I had that for – I had some black coffee and then an English muffin for breakfast, and now – Time for me to have lunch. It's you know, kind of like uh, like uh, you know, budgeting it out. That was great. I like yeah. That's why I like so. I like it way more than like a diet fad diet type thing. Like only eat bread. Oh my god, that sounds like the best. <laughs> is that a thing? I, I doubt it. <laughs> this is the thing I think of. I don't, I don't think that would work. <laughs> but stuff like that, I don't like those because you end up usually depriving yourself of stuff you want, and you never have desserts. So you end up craving that those desserts. And you really want those desserts, and you end up breaking your diet for them. And once you start, you end up stopping your diet entirely. Yep. With my calorie thing, I just get less food and still get a churro. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is like a, I get a nice thing at the end of it. I'm like, oh, I still get a churro, but I'm still eating way fewer calories than what? I used to. Just got to get to that churro, that end-of-the-day churro. Oh, that's how I end every day, man. Kick back with a nice churro in my hand. Eat churros. All, well, actually, only like one, one or two churros. But we have a treadmill, so I've been like sometimes like I'll be close to my limit, but I still want my churro. But I can't eat it to take me over, so I get in the treadmill for a few minutes so I can eat my churro. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you eating the churro on the treadmill? <laughs> I I have not yet. Yeah. But so, yeah. sounds like a dark place. <laughs> Just eating handfuls of churros. <laughs> the tre- tre- treadmill churros are the deadliest of all. <laughs> but you're great. You have like a treadmill in, in your apartment. We do. Oh, that'd be so great. I wish it I is great. I like to put some on the te- on the telly. Absolutely, I would watch so much The West Wing if I had a treadmill. You just like march in place. Yeah. <laughs> to like the to the patriotic music of the theme yeah, song. Yeah, to the opening of <laughs> The West Wing. But like, I I like can put in how long I exercise or how long I walked for however many minutes and how fast it was and it tells me how many calories I burned. And I've manually gone in and set my calories 500 lower, so that way I'm always eating underneath. But if I go slightly over, I'm still technically way under. <laughs> yes, that's eh, good, good, good method. Yeah, so I'm, I'm hitting like 500 under my limit every day. I'll go over like 10. I'm like, eh, who cares? Oh, well, yeah. 490 under. <laughs> that's great. I can't wait to start using it again myself. Of course, now the problem is I'll have to buy like new clothes. Not sure. No, probably not. I think all my stuff will still fit. You could just, you know, uh, uh, you know, adopt a new uh, baggier uh, style. Exactly. I'll just tuck in all my T-shirts. Yes, absolutely. Exactly. But ah, uh, thank you, Brian, for inspiring us. Not a problem. 
That's why you're best man. So what's the the clothing situation? Should I should I should I rent a tux or can I just show up wearing uh, jeans and a drive shaft t-shirt? Or oh, hmm, you can actually sh- you can show up wearing that to the airport. Okay, <laughs> then I'd probably have to rent a tux at some point. Probably. Hmm. I'm not sure how that would work, unless like ah uh, maybe you like uh, do you rent one there and bring it here? I don't. Mm, I don't think I don't you'd know. have time to rent one here. Maybe like uh, you can like get sized and like order it over the phone. I'll have to figure it out. Maybe I'll rent it here and then wear it there. And it's like mm-hmm. literally the entire time I'm there, just wear a tuxedo around. <laughs> just one pair of clothes, a tuxedo, and you can have sunglasses on the whole time. It just feels more elegant. I, well, I didn't mean to ask you about that. I uh, <laughs> the only other time I you know well my dad's wedding didn't count. Um, the only other time I've been in a wedding, I was a groomsman in my sister's wedding. Uh, my brother-in-law, this cool dude, asked me to do that. I appreciated it. It was an outdoor affair, and it was very bright, so I was allowed to keep my aviators on through the ceremony. Is that a possibility? We'll probably be indoors, and I doubt we're going to have, like, stadium lighting. Ah, okay. So probably not. I do have already decided I want my groom – we decide the most random things right now. We haven't even set a, like, for sure date, but we know who our groom's people and maids of honor are. And I know she wants it to be teal. Mama's made teal punch. She just happened to accidentally make teal punch for my uh, granddaddy's uh, ministry party the day after she heard that Megan wanted teal, <laughs> like auditioning for the role of punch horror. <laughs> but it was awesome punch, so we're totally cool with it. That sounds like a winner. It's like made with jello and like ginger ale or something. It's really freaking good. But uh, anyway. Uh, my cake, I want it to be the Dharma logo. Oh, from yeah. Dharma and Greg. Yes, from Dharma and Greg. <laughs> Just her you want face. to be Jenna Elfman on a cake. Danny Elfman. Jen, Jen, Jenna Elfman? <laughs> no, I, I want Danny oh. Elfman on a cake. Oh, all right. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, Dharma from Lost. The middle might, I don't know what the middle's going to be yet. I mean, like, the, in, the middle of the logo, not the middle. I want the inside to be chocolate or something. It should be a custom Dharma logo. Uh, yeah, I, uh, that's what I want to do. Marriage. I have actually seen one of those, but I was also thinking maybe I can fit a second nerdy thing in, like have like the portal guy on there, or <laughs> the portal, like the Dharma portal guy, like a Left for Dead hand. What else do I like? Enough to put on the middle of a cake. Uh, blue crystal meth. Oh, that <laughs> the outside is lined with <laughs> blue <laughs> rock candy. Yeah, blue rock candy. They sell that. Oh God. Two Breaking Bad fans, yeah. And meth users. Um, just a picture of Aaron Sorkin inside of a Dharma logo. I don't – that might be kind of weird for a groom's cake. <laughs> I'm not marrying Aaron Sorkin. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. I, I'm hiring Aaron Sorkin. I'm assuming I get to make a uh, best man speech. I'm hiring Aaron Sorkin to write it. You – apparently – all right. I know there's a rehearsal dinner, which is like the night before, where like we practice it. But don't actually go through all of it. And I know all the bridesmaids come, all the groomsmen come. Uh, that includes you, of course. Uh, you, uh, let's see, all of, both families come. And I think you make a speech there, either there or at the reception afterward. I don't remember which one. I'm going to look up that page again that had the best man duties. It sounds very nerve-wracking. I'll have to get over my fear of public speaking. And I, you sent me one speech, which I thought was just freaking amazing, 
because it worked as a speech and as several references to Lost titles. <laughs> yes, I I feel like I should recruit uh, an old friend of mine. I feel like he is much more of a wordsmith. I feel like he could help me write a better speech. As long as you still can put in Lost references that I'll appreciate. <laughs> you don't have to, but still. As, as many as I can. That would blow my mind. Again, again, the, the goal of the best man's speech is to just really amuse the groom, but for other people to think you're out of your mind. Well, so I, one of the other groomsmen, actually both groomsmen, have watched all of Lost. Okay, well, you, I'm sure they'll pick they're up both awesome. most of it. <laughs> And Megan has, and I think at least one of her bridesmaids has. I feel like there are some deep cuts on there that maybe they wouldn't get, but they're okay for the, the majority of it. Yeah. Can you fit any He's Are You somewhere? Oh, maybe. Now I'd be at Inter-70s. Yeah, you can he's, do inter He's Are You. Okay, uh, something, about, something, about you, something about you talking to the maid of honor, and then she's like, oh, who's this guy? And then you just say, He's Are You. <laughs> That okay, all right. I, you know, I mean, just logistically, I figured it out. I don't know how I could have it happen, you know, naturally without seeming forced. I need to remember that because there's a good shot that one of the bridesmaids might ask that. He's and I'll, I'll either, like, yeah, who's that guy? He's our you. And they'll be like, then, what are you talking about? And then just laugh <laughs> and walk off. I remember, I remember when you were in town at one time. I. I did, I did. I had a pretty good lost goof that I felt bad about. Don't remember what it was. I don't either. That's a great story, Brian. Felt, I know. Remember that one time I said that thing. It was It was you. We're playing miniature golf. I remember that. I remember uh, saying a lot of puns. I said something. Yeah, something. Uh, something I, from the the, the, the the end of the season five finale. Something about Ben. Uh, I can't remember. I don't remember. Oh, this is going to bother me for so long. You'll probably remember before September. Hopefully. Uh, let's see. Here are your – oh, wait. Also, before I tell you your, your duties, I asked Megan if we could all wear Dharma jumpsuits, and she said no. Oh. That would be a cool wedding. Underneath the tuxedo. It will on, be there. On to, uh, okay, that, that's good. All of all the groomsmen should wear Dharma jumpsuits. I thought that'd be cool. Megan said no. <laughs> so blame her for everyone who thinks that'd be awesome. Let's see. Uh, this is – Stuff you get to do. You serve as the groom's personal aid and advisor before and during the wedding. This can include helping him pack for the honeymoon. I don't know why. I can pack myself, but... <laughs> no, Ben. You need to bring more socks. <laughs> oh, sorry, Brian. You get to help me choose and rent or buy wedding formal wear. But you won't be here for that, so you don't really have to. You don't have to coordinate the other groomsmen's rentals. That's their job. We could uh, take care of it over Skype. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we, like, Megan will pick it, and then I just Facebook message them or text them or something. Mm. You organize the bachelor party, which is one of the few things I know groomsmen do. Ooh, yeah, a lot of pressure. We should go to that nice theater where they show old movies. We should go to Movie Lounge. I still, I still want one of those giant cakes that a stripper pops out of, but instead of a stripper, it's Terry O'Quinn. Oh, that would be great! Can you hire him? Or oh, it's Aaron Sorkin. Is that for me or for you? No, that's, yeah, for, that's for me. I'll still oh. like that. Okay. All right. Yeah, if you can do that. Or like the entire cast of Lost. Oh, so, yes. These all sound like brilliant ideas. Oh, man. This is going to be a great party. And there are only four of us, so it wouldn't be too hard. Uh, you have to attend the rehearsal in rehearsal dinner. That's a really tough duty. Uh-huh. 
free dinner. What if I can do it? Uh, you stand beside me and keep the bride's ring until vows are exchanged. Find a safe place for the ring and triple check that your pockets don't have holes. You don't want to fumble around when it's time to whip it out. That's what she said. Um, so I guess, I don't know. I guess you get to hold on to it for a while and don't, was, was it a duck that ate it in Friends? I think so, yeah, for the, the, the chick and the duck. I think the duck ate it. Yeah, so don't get the ring near ducks. That's like one of your few things I get to tell you to do. Don't get near ducks. Okay, I think I can, I think I can pull that off. You get to sign the marriage license as a witness. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I need to I need to work on my signature, make it more legible. You will be on some permanent paperwork that we'll have. <laughs> I'll have to use my actual name and not the alias I've been using for years. Uh oh. Oh yeah, you will. Mm. Is your name like actually Carbuncle? The, uh, my uh my actual name is Armin Tem- Temzarian. Uh, oh wow. Let's go, let's go by Brian. <laughs> wow. I thought it was like Carbuncle Winsington. But that means you're British, probably. Probably. Name like that. Uh, you have to corral the other guys and make sure they're performing their groomsmen duties. So I guess you're middle management then. <laughs> Are you guys doing what you're supposed to? <laughs> Back to All work. Right. Uh, you get to give the officiant a sealed envelope with his fee. I mean, you don't pay for it, but we pr- give the fee to you in an envelope and you hand it to him. I guess we're, cause we're too busy or something. You may be announced with a maid of honor when the reception begins. Like, thank you very much, Armin Tanzarian. Oh, it's like it's like at the end of the Weird Al concert where he's calling out the band. It's like, this job Bermuda shorts. <laughs> it's like that, except there's like a feast afterward. Okay. A feast well, of cake and fruit. Well, that is actually exactly what I did after the Weird Al concert, but oh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm prepared. Uh. <laughs> Here's one. Uh, you may dance with both the honor attendant and the bride during the wedding party dances. I don't dance. You don't have to. No. <laughs> who's, the, who's, the, who's the honor attendant? Is that a thing? I think that's supposed to be her maid of honor. Okay. So you get to dance with the maid of honor, who's married, the other maid of honor, and Megan, if you so choose. You may dance with all three of them. Yeah, I don't know. If I'm if I'm really committing to the role of your weird internet friend, I think <laughs> if I just showed up and danced with people I didn't know, that's that actually could could kind of play into what I had in mind. It, it'd be kind of cool. Uh, let's see. I'm probably gonna do one dance, and it's the one I'm supposed to at the very start, the or whatever the bride and groom, husband and wife dance, whatever it is. Yeah, like that first one dance, dance or something. Then I'm going to go hang out with all the guys who will probably all be sitting down eating cake. <laughs> yes. Sounds I'm great. assuming. And uh, then you do the thing where they lift you in the chair and you stomp on a glass. Well, I think it's probably not going to be a Jewish wedding because neither of us are. What? You're not Jewish? No. That's why I'm celebrating Christmas and not Hanukkah. Oh, man. Yeah. So really we can still, still throw glass on the ground and stomp on it if you want to. Okay, well, we'll do it in the parking lot after the reception. And then you throw that shattered glass at us instead of rice. Okay, yes. <laughs> that would be terrible. Yeah, it does. It sounds horrible. You give the first toast to the bride and groom. Oh, oh yeah. You would do it at the reception, apparently. Okay, good. Good. Wait, yeah. no. The reception, people. there are people there. <laughs> I can't. I don't know if I can commit to the, the weird lost uh, toast at that point. Well, you can actually all right, then have two. One full of lost references... And see, maybe that's like your practice toast in one, like, regular. So this is your biggest and probably most frightening duty. Uh, I hate big, frightening duties. 
Okay, all right. Then it says, uh, mum's the word on the Bachelor Bacchanalia. So I guess you can't talk about us going to Movie Lounge and eating pizza. <laughs> we saw Looper three times. Yeah. Like, oh, oh I'm so embarrassed. I put my head down. Oh, my God. It's all now, that, now that I'm a married man, I can never go see Looper three times again. <laughs> the, collect, you get to collect gift envelopes at Guest Spring. You may be asked to deposit them in the couple's bank account. Really? <laughs> yes. You, oh, my God. This 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 six-year-long friendship, this long con is finally going to pay off when you invite me to your wedding and then trust oh. me to, to put all that money in your bank account, and then I skip down. Oh. Uh-oh. You get to decorate the getaway mobile with the other groomsmen and bridesmaids. All right. The getaway mobile. Sounds like a heist. Maybe it is. With, uh, oh. you, are, you are. A heist-themed <laughs> wedding? You are, No, you are going to steal all the gifts. No. Do I, do, I get, oh. <laughs> do I get the 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 bridesmaids and groomsmen to help me decorate my getaway vehicle? Yes. That's yeah, it's, it's gonna be so good. I'm gonna take all the money. Uh, and then you get to drive us to the wedding night hotel or airport. I'm driving you guys to the airport. So you are our valet at the end of the day. All right. <laughs> oh my god, this is oh man, it just keeps getting better. <laughs> but all right, see. We aren't sure yet, but Megan kind of wants to go to Disney World. Yes. And it's still right afterward. Couldn't we just drive you to Atlanta? Perhaps. Probably Perhaps. wouldn't stay there anyway for the night. <laughs> and Megan wants to drive because road trips are more fun than airplanes. So if that does work, you just need a one-way ticket and we'd drive you back. Oh, man. Yeah. But since it says you drive us to the wedding night hotel, you have to drive the whole 10 hours. <laughs> ah, and... <laughs> According to the rules. Yeah, you got to follow the rules. There are lots of arcane rules I didn't know, or archaic, I don't know. There are rules I didn't know about that apparently people still do. Like, I was looking up who pays for what just because we're not doing it like that. But it's stuff like the bride pays for, like, just, or the bride and her family pays for just, like, all the flowers. But the groom pays for her personal bouquet of flowers. Mm. Which sounds overly complicated, because can't they get both while they're there? Yeah, maybe get a like a bundle deal. So we're not doing that stuff. Plus, some of her family isn't super pleased. <laughs> some of them are. So, yeah. eh. <laughs> one was excited and said, was excited that there'd be another gamer in the family. Ah, oh, that sounds like an awesome person. I don't know what happened to my voice there. I robot. Yeah, you're you're slightly robotic, but it's not too bad. Weddingy, weddingy. I thought there was something else. Megan wants us to have bow ties. Oh, bow ties are cool. Bow tie, bow tie. <laughs> I get that reference even though I haven't watched very much of Matt Smith. Uh, they might or might not be teal since that's the color. I asked her if I could have an entire teal tuxedo. She said no. Uh, let's see. I think that's the majority of the stuff. I know. I don't think there's a groom shower, but I know there's a bridal shower. That I don't go to because that's where like really girly things happen. Oh yeah, don't want any part of that. That's the that is well, I don't know. Let's say that's the the bride's equivalent of a bachelor party, but then there's actually a bachelorette party, right? This isn't fair. Why don't I get one like that? Or guys give me like get, like I guess what boxers? Is that the equivalent of blonde? Man, 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 mangerie. What what we what we settle on? Mel lingerie, but mandere sounds better. Mel lingerie? No. 
we I don't know. Loping once, joked because we don't actually want to do that. But it made me think of like these two like melons, like fruits, and like one they're going to get married. Can't cantaloupe. Yeah. <laughs> like one talks to the other, and like yeah, we should go to Vegas for our wedding. And I was like, I cantaloupe. It's <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, it was really, really stupid. <laughs> no, but that's what makes it good. Oh, I remember everyone talking to me now. That's the other thing. Every person who finds out asks when the date is, which is understandable. Yeah. But it makes me worried that some of these people, I wonder if some are curious or if some are expecting to show up. Because mm. <laughs> a couple yeah. people who asked aren't showing up. <laughs> I, like they're not, well, when you say they're not showing up, they're, they're not invited or <laughs> show up. You can't prevent them from showing up. I was actually thinking about getting my cousins to be bouncers for at least one person, one or two people. <laughs> Yeah, every good wedding has bouncers. It needs to. It'll be a list at the front door. Instead of just a guest book, you're actually on the list and you sign your name by your name. So it's like a, a list guest book uh, mixture. But yeah. yeah, they keep asking that. And we haven't entirely settled. It's always September-ish. Mm-hmm. And then also we've been getting several times people telling us how they did it and how we should totally do it like that. No, that doesn't sound annoying at all. No. I'm like, well, I don't really want to do a beach wedding because sand, and it might rain. Are, are people suggesting a destination wedding? Because. I not one of those. <laughs> I think Atlanta would be a great place to have a wedding. I don't know. You're, well, you'll be super close to Disney World. Georgia has child slavery. I, no, we, we abolished that years ago. Don't what? worry about it. Billboards about it two years ago. <laughs> yeah, that was two years ago. That is the ancient past. Two years ago, child slavery, I doubt it's entirely ended. There's probably still someone out there with a sweatshop making shoes. That's all, that's, is that what happens in the Coke factory? I cannot confirm or deny that. My God. I'm just blowing the top off of Atlanta. Hotlanta. We, we don't call it that. Oh. Well, since there's only one person coming from Georgia and several from Arkansas, <laughs> In Texas and maybe Oklahoma and Colorado, this seems kind of to be the epicenter. Oh, and one from Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee. That is the maid of honor. The matron of honor lives here. But yeah, a lot of people saying, like, do it on a beach. Like, well, if it rains in a church, it's still not raining in the church. The wedding's not rained out. That's a good point. And, like, do it in Hawaii. I'm like, that's really expensive, and everyone else has to like pay a whole lot of money to be there and they're oh, like you could really 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 lean into the lost wedding aspect though at that point no i know that's the one thing <laughs> and then like it'd be like it'd be our honeymoon would just be a tour around hawaii like, doing the, the, the lost filming locations this was where the others lived oh and then you get to come along too just because you think it's awesome <laughs> yes that doesn't seem <laughs> inappropriate or intrusive in any way. Taking to Disney World for the honeymoon with us. <laughs> that might be a little weird, though. Perhaps. Perhaps. And then like, I got a few people have said to do Vegas weddings because they're cheaper. I was like, well, I don't drink and I don't gamble, so why go to Vegas? Do you eat, like, you could, I mean, the three vices of Vegas are drinking, gambling, and eating at buffets. Well, I'm not super great about but i mean i don't like buffets a whole lot because i don't trust other people 
Mm, good point. Like, like people sneezing into the coleslaw. Yeah, that, and I guess I could watch like magic shows. Sure. I don't think I, the entire honeymoon for somebody. And are those tiger guys still around, or one's still like mauled or whatever? Did Siegfried? he die? No, I don't think so. I think Roy's fine. Or oh. Are they still doing their tiger show? Because I'd be scared of tigers after that. I they, they might be. I don't know. But that's the most I could think to do there. So like no. Then I told Megan that I wanted to go to Oklahoma for the honeymoon and just go to the Native American casinos <laughs> and go haul. She didn't like that idea at all. I don't see why not. I don't either. I think it'd be really fun to just hang out in a really smoky casino for several days. Makes sense to me. We could go to Atlanta and just go to the Coke factory. Yes, the world of Coke. Chick-fil-A's home base. The world of Chick-fil-A. And see Brian. World of Brian. We're already going to see for a couple of days around the wedding, so. That's true. And maybe on the way back, 10 hours in a car. Also a possibility. It'd be easier. I mean, I don't see why it wouldn't work. <laughs> I'm already heading that way. But, yeah, I think that's all the wedding stuff I can think of. And now the more stuff that happens, I'll actually have stories to tell for podcasts. Nah. Good podcasting material, no doubt. Exactly. And all those, like, jokes that people make about weddings and family surrounding weddings. Oh, yes. Oh. True. Oh, can, we, can this be a homework assignment? Uh, we, yes. we want We want the listener, the home listener, to either call, preferably, or maybe email with your favorite wedding stories. Or of, email you know. MP3, which is like yeah. calling to our email. If you have any fun. Yeah, or that. So if you have any fun stories, stories about weddings, weddings. Yeah, maybe a wedding gone wrong, so you can really help Ben know what to avoid. Or, you know, or it will make me freak out more. Anything that will be amusing to us, please feel free to call or write. Yes, and we will read them in funny voices. Uh, yes, Ben will read it in a funny voice. Yes, Brian will, in his Regis voice. I had to retire my Regis voice. I'm now working on a Michael Strahan, which um, I'm hesitant to reveal to the public at this time. Okay, just keep working on it, and we'll get to that. And we'll keep updating about this and your best man duties and how those are going and The Hobbit probably. Probably The Hobbit, yes. And Christmas and then New Year's. We should have plenty of good stuff to talk about. Yeah. All, see, the hard, the hard part is not much happens, like, in the middle of the year. No, nobody wants one of those, uh, you know, late June podcast. Nothing, nothing to talk about there. You don't want a forced podcast with you know, nothing in it. This time there probably will be because it will be getting close to the wedding. <laughs> Weight will have been lost. Plans will have been made. All that other nonsense. More Minecraft will have been played. Now, oh, I am very excited to say I spent the last hour. Uh, searching for that lost quote for the uh, goof I said <laughs> while you were while you were in town, and it's uh, not even not even that good and not recognizable. I think that's why I felt bad because it didn't seem recognizable. I think we're talking about people playing mini golf and getting uh, holes in one. It's like, oh, it's got a hole in one. Chris got a hole in one, and you said, oh, what you know, everybody's getting a hole in one. What what about me? And then I stopped and looked at you dead in the eye, and I said, what about you? Which is a thing I'm that pretty Jacob, sure I got that. <laughs> I felt I still felt like a jerk. No, I'm pretty sure I got that and thought, like, for a second, I think my instant feeling was like, wow, Brian's mean. But then I was like, oh, wait, no, that's lost. But yes. what if he means it? No, it's just lost. <laughs> so, it's like, yeah. dang, Ben, stop complaining. 
Yeah, I, felt, I felt I felt pretty bad. About <laughs> no, that. no, it was cool though. But yeah, everyone, wedding stories. Everyone listening <laughs> is invited to Ben's wedding. <laughs> if you can make it, go for it. <laughs> You're all far away, but if you think you can make it, it's be the coolest freaking wedding ever. <laughs> There's people coming out of the woodwork. It's people that don't even listen to the Happy Cast, but used to listen to Lost Unlocked. Like, it's Hurley's Dharma Beer Bud. Oh my god. Just Jimmy. I don't know just, how he got here. <laughs> <laughs> just Jimmy's here. I, I am. If, if, just, if just Jimmy can make it to the wedding, I will. I completely understand if you want me to step down as the best man. So he could take over Best Man duties. You can step down so you can punch him and then step back up and not tarnish the name of Best Man. I would never do that. Just Jimmy's no. good people. I don't know. But uh, if, if like, all these people could show up, like Wootenator, Listener Anne, uh, no, wait, the new today's my sister. She's <laughs> <laughs> not invited. Trent Armstrong of the Manor's cast. Sure. Um, hmm. Uh, I yeah, said the Wootenator Wheeze. Sure, yeah. Everybody um, else. If they yeah. could make it, there'd be like one table just going crazy during your like lost speech. Q K Q K. Oh, oh yeah, Q K. I know. Yes. Oh man, if we could just really, if we could really, you know. Neil Orange Peel. Neil Orange Peel. If we could stack the day, he'll fly from another country to attend your wedding. This would be. Uh, the- wedding and one table would just be amazing. I would never leave that table. And then I drive everyone to Atlanta. Um, that dude, that dude, uh, Sly Whizbang, who follows yes, us on Twitter. Bang. Uh, yeah, if we could get a table of people that would really appreciate the the, the deep cuts in my lost uh, speech, that would really make me more comfortable. Well, the groom side of the reception table will all get it. Okay, well that's good. That that's would be the best wedding good. ever. Plus, if you get to wear Dharma jumpsuits. And, like, instead of an arch, it's actually a hatch in the ground we're both standing around. At the end, it opens up, and we climb down <laughs> to the reception. That sounds great. Yes. Man, I wish I were a billionaire. And then the getaway vehicle is a Dharma van. Exactly. Oh, man, I really want to do this now. And we, like, get, like, Jack, or, I guess, yeah, Jack Shepard to play piano. Yes. The wedding. Yeah, He'll play his song. Fair. And then... Like, everyone who's in, like, the wedding party, like, all the grooms and bridesmaids, will get tattoos from Bai Ling. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm not as excited about that part. Oh, you don't want that tattoo? No, I'm not thrilled about that. The exact same tattoo that's in that episode, too. He uh, walked among us, but he's not one exactly. of us. Exactly. Or instead of all Dharma jumpsuits, like, all the guests are required to, like, dress as their favorite character. Oh, man. Oh, you're describing a wedding. I... <laughs> I think it could be one for the ages. This is my dream wedding. <laughs> yeah, ever since you were a young man in grade school. Talk in about your dream wedding. <laughs> Talking about your dream wedding, which you would have so many lost references. People were like, what? What is lost? You said, wait, and you will see. Everyone is required to watch Lost beforehand. Uh, we actually joked about having on September 22nd. Oh, that would be good. Like, yeah, oh, for those who don't know, the day the plane crashed and the show premiered. But then I was like, oh, well, that's like on a Tuesday, so we can't really do that. If we're on a weekend, we probably would have done that. It would have been, uh, would have made the um, anniversary very easy for you to remember. That, that's exactly what I told her. <laughs> that would be perfect. But instead, it's probably the 7th. Which, yeah. how am I going to remember that? 
still sounds good. All right, on my hand. Lucky number seven. Not Penny's wedding. <laughs> yes, oh, I'll do that. That'll be on my palm during the uh, reception. <laughs> Not Penny's wedding. Well, that, people would be like, "Who's Penny?" Yeah, no, as I as I finish the toast and I raise my glass, when I get done, I'm gonna like lift my hand and wave as I say, "Not Penny's wedding." So, so like everyone be, like, asking you, like, "Oh, I, I had two weddings this week. I just couldn't remember which speech was which. This isn't Penny's wedding." This <laughs> so is... <laughs> I, I wrote it as a reminder. <laughs> oh, but yeah, everybody well, is invited. Everybody's no, invited. Everybody. <laughs> but hey, if you're a listener to the podcast and you can make it, go for it. <laughs> Any eccentric billionaire listeners to the podcast? John Hodgman? Yes, if John Hodgman is a listener to this podcast. He can make it. He will uh, He, he will be the one that actually marries you. He will officiate the wedding. But my grandpa is a preacher. He's but our backup plan then. Not, Hodgman. Not John Hodgman. Okay, all right. <laughs> oh, man. Can he? Does he have, like, a license? I'm sure he could fill out some paperwork. It should be easy. Oh, they did it on Friends that one time. Oh crap! I have to register. <laughs> or to we vote? have to register. I, I mean, it's too late. No, no, it's not. Just, <laughs> well, I have time to vote for four years from now. I forgot about that too. I know they do that in TV shows. They always register places. Oh yeah, for for uh, wedding gifts. Not sure what it entails. Not sure what we need because we've lived together almost three years. We already have kind of gathered all the things we need. Is there a way to, to like, just put uh, registered at our bank account, deposit money? Uh, maybe. Is there a nice way to say that, though? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure there's some kind of combination of words that can get that idea across without sounding too crass. Like, I guess you can give us a toaster, but we have one, so give us money instead. A toaster filled with money. That would, well, but not turned on. <laughs> that would just be sad. Oh, uh, please buy us a Wii U. Oh, uh, it'll be close to the launch of the new Xbox. You should get one of those, too. Ooh, actually, I think we're getting a Wii U for, like, a joint Christmas slash anniversary present. Okay. For ourselves. Because I really want to play the new Mario game. And let, me, let me know how that is. I will. It could be a segment on this podcast. It probably will. So oh. we should probably wrap this up. I don't know how long we've been talking. I don't have a well, timer. I just have how the file um, is now 65,000 kilobytes. I've got I've got the length of the call is getting real close to three hours, but we had some pre-planning. So. It, it, yeah, and it's been a while, so. It has been a while. We had to catch up. Yeah. But uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Please send in your wedding stories and anecdotes um, to the email address, happycastfeedback at gmail.com, and that number. 177-HAPPY-NUN-177-H-A-P-P-Y-N-U-N, yes. and there are also numbers for it. Oh. Remember to follow the HappyCast on Twitter, at HappyCast, and... Oh, yeah, we have to do that. We're on Facebook, I think. Maybe. I haven't I'm, looked at I'm it in a while. We're on there. Social media, guys. I have to remember how to upload a podcast. I hear it's like riding a bicycle. Exactly like riding a bicycle? It's like riding a bicycle. You need to have proper clothing, like shorts and a helmet. You have to have a helmet whenever you upload a podcast. But oh, it's very dangerous. Oh, I have I, to edit, too. I forgot to edit. Oh, I'm not envious of you at all. It shouldn't. It shan't be too bad. All right. Well, well I shall go ahead and wrap it up so you'll have less to edit. Um, thank you, everyone, for joining us. And until next time, remember, keep happy. Stay happy. <laughs>
It was an emotional wedding. Even the cake was in tears. Oh, oh, oh God. I'm pretty sure these are all just terrible things you would say in a terrible toast. <laughs> to some, marriage is a word. To others, a sentence. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, my favorite. Oh, what's my favorite wedding? Oh, God, I can't remember it. I told one at my sister's wedding that I really liked. We'll find oh. it online. Oh, here's Cantaloupe. It's on this list. What do you call a, ma- a melon that's not allowed to get married? Cantaloupe. <laughs> My wife tells me I'm a skeptic, but I don't believe a word she says. When the TV repairman got married, the reception was excellent. Ah, that's all right. Too many, too many girls. Oh, to many girls, the word marriage has a nice ring to it. Yes, yes. Jesus, terrible. The Irish lass was disappointed with the engagement ring from her fiancé because it was a shamrock. (laughs) That's awful. Two nuclear technicians got married. She was radiant and he was glowing. When they bought a waterbed, the couple started to drift apart. Oh, all right, right, okay, I got it, I got it. Uh, Something, oops, okay, I, God, I can just remember the punchline. I can't try to backwards engineer <laughs> the setup. You think about, you know, think about marriage. You know, if I tell you about the three, the three rings, you've got the engagement ring, the wedding ring, and the suffering. Oh, <laughs> oh. who told that? I don't, I don't remember. Oh God! I remember thinking it was great. <laughs> They're getting worse and worse as I go. Oh, just like I hoped they would. These, that's not even a joke. <laughs> His wife loved pottery making, but for him, it was just kiln time. Oh, what? Kiln, like a all pottery right. Okay, kiln. all right. That, I don't know if that has to do with marriage, but... Uh, it's just, I think it says love and marriage. Let me find a different thing of wedding puns. That was just terrible. I haven't spoken to my mother-in-law for 18 months. I don't like to interrupt her. Ah! Uh. <laughs> Man is incomplete until he's married. Then he's really finished. Uh. How many of those are there going to be at the wedding? Just like, oh, your old ball and chain now. Uh, love is one long sweet dream, and marriage is the alarm clock. Uh. <laughs> I married Miss Wright. I just didn't know her first name was always. Uh. <laughs> Oh, now I just want to see like a like a skit of someone at a, like wedding reception telling these jokes, and then just like the groom like breaking down into tears. Oh God, what have I done? <laughs> this is a terrible choice. Why? Let's talk about rights and lefts. You're right, so I left. Oh, I was married by a judge. I should have asked for a jury. <laughs> she was the apple of his ho- of his eye, and he liked to sit down beside her. Beside her. Be, uh, be, Side, um, cider, apple cider. Uh, okay, okay. That's terrible, too. That's pretty bad. With her marriage, she got a new name and address. Address? Uh, address. Okay. How are you supposed to like, say that one without sending off? Address. Just commit to saying it one way or the other. She got a new name and address. Or a new name and address. See, the first time I read it, I was like, I don't get it. Yeah, she got a dress. Of course she did. Because <laughs> it's spelled a dress. But I was like, 
Uh, it doesn't really work. I'm going to page seven. This should be the worst ones. Uh, romance isn't a science. It's a heart. It's an art. Oh, at all. No, no. Some people marry for love, others for wealth. That's why it's called matrimony. <sighs> matrimony? Oh, my uh, God. Matrimony? Money? Mat- matrimony. These are now, like, relying on awkward pronunciations. Like all great jokes. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no, I found I found the, uh, the another version of the ring joke. What kind of rings do uh, men need for marriage? Engagement ring, wedding ring, supper ring, and endure ring. Oh. Oh, they added one. Oh. Oh, oh God. What? I, this one just says, when are feminists bad? And the answer says, after one marries your sister? Does that... <laughs> is that... Uh, uh, no, I don't... I, I, which I don't way understand. is that going? I don't. Yeah, no, I can see that being <laughs> terrible in two ways, but yeah. I don't. I don't know the intent. That doesn't. I don't know. Why you don't want like a like? Is it like a, a stab at, like anti-gay marriage, or is it like like oh you don't want a man who supports women's rights ah to marry your sister? <laughs> am I right? Well, yeah, I, I don't know what you're supposed to be. I, I guess. Son asks his father, Dad, how much does it cost to get married? Father says, I don't know, son. I'm still paying for it. <laughs> no. Why shouldn't you marry a tennis player? It's because love means nothing to them. That uh, 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 that's good. That's clever. I kind of like that one. <laughs> yeah, that <was> <laughs> All right. <laughs> for people who don't know tennis, they don't like basic tennis terms. They won't like it, but I like that one. One golfer to another. First it was my marriage. Now the magic has gone out of my nine iron, too. Oh. This one, this one's just very cynical. What's the ideal marriage? One between a deaf man and a blind woman. Oh. Yeah, I said one on here. Love is holding hands in the street. Marriage is holding arguments in the street. Oh. Like, oh. <laughs> oh. Marriages are made in heaven. Then again, so are thunder, lightning, tornadoes, and hail. Yeah. Oh, I actually clicked the link, and now I'm on a page of ethnic jokes. I need to get out of here. Whoops. Here's a kid's joke of the day about marriage. <laughs> joke about marriage? Kid's joke about marriage. Let me, let me see. Let me see what this is about. The Cosby Show. Marriage joke for kids. <laughs> oh, it's loading. Marriage is like a cage. One sees the birds outside desperate to get in, and those inside desperate to get out. Why are they so pessimistic? I know. <laughs> Nothing about, like, this is great. Okay, here we go. Marriage joke for kids. Are you ready? This is going to be great. I am prepared. <clears throat> a couple have not been getting along for years, so the husband thinks... I'll buy my lo- I'll buy my wife a cemetery plot for her birthday. Yeah, this is definitely for kids. It's great. <laughs> I'll buy my wife a cemetery plot for her birthday. Well, you can imagine her disappointment. The next year, her birthday rolls around again, and this time he doesn't get her anything. She says, "Why didn't you get me a birthday present?" He replies, "You didn't use what I got you last year." <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 
That's incredible. What website is that? <laughs> it is kidsjokeoftheday.com. Are there ethnic jokes for kids? Oh, my God. <laughs> I hope not. Let me see. Food jokes, scary jokes, silly jokes, not jokes. Oh, here we go. You know, crazy psychiatrist jokes for kids. <laughs> Golf jokes for kids. <laughs> Lawyer jokes. Heaven jokes for kids. Kids, awesome. time we learn. <laughs> tell, tell we learn about mortality. Oh, these are so... Old age jokes for kids. <laughs> they'll, they'll relate to those. <laughs> political jokes for kids. Is there a political... Blind jokes for kids. Does he blind? Oh, I hope not. Yeah, blind jokes for kids. <laughs> yeah, whole list of blind jokes. Blind jokes for kids? For kids. Oh, no. Blind men fighting joke, blind people skydive joke, blind farmer joke, blind German joke for kids. Oh, no. What do you call a blind German? A Nazi. (sighs) Here's one. Oh, political joke for kids. Favorite Christmas movie joke. (laughs) Democrats' favorite Christmas movie is Miracle on 34th Street. Republicans' favorite Christmas movie is It's a Wonderful Life. Right-wing Republicans' favorite Christmas movie is Die Hard. Uh, let's see what – how about funny answering machine messages? For kids? You know, because well, it's answering machines. <laughs> how old is this website? Oh, oh, here we go. For kids. I'm sure kids would appreciate a joke like the difference between Janet Reno and a school bus driver. <laughs> my favorite website i have to favorite this website. <laughs> blatant materialism joke for kids wow what how is it's not really a joke funny ads english jokes i'm just gonna get silly jokes maybe there's actually a kid joke in there are, are you are you hoping to find a joke that's actually for kids yeah, <laughs> any joke for kids. No jokes about heaven and hell. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, that's good. All right, that's about poop. Funny puns for kids. Here we go. I'll find a real kids joke right here. What is the mummy's favorite type of music? Rap, Rap music. Oh, it's spelled in the punchline. Yeah. <laughs> we found one. Music jokes. Teacher, no class, no class joke. <clears throat> Teacher says, and now class, we come to the moment we've all been waiting for, a film strip. Whoops, I mean a film strip on farming. <laughs> I don't know. Is that the know. joke? Is that supposed to be like a mislead? Uh, that just sounds like a bad day for a kid. Uh, Confucius joke. Confucius says, <laughs> joke for kids. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> Scary jokes for kids. Scary jokes? Yeah. I hit a lawyer one. Let's see. How about St. Peter and Lucifer joke for kids? Okay. All right. Sounds great. When St. Peter was taking a walk at the pearly gates, he found the fence between heaven and hell needed repairing. So he hollers over the fence to Lucifer. St. Peter says, the fence between heaven and hell needs repairing, and I want to know if you'd like to help pay for it. Lucifer says, 
I will not pay for it. You are the one who want to fix it. St. Peter, we both share the fence, and you must pay for it, or I will sue you for that amount. Lucifer, ha-ha, where do you think you can get a lawyer? Because oh, okay. they're all right. in hell. Yeah. Get, Absolutely. Get... Yeah, sure. Yeah. Lawyers are in, all inherently evil. Um, apparently they all are. And kids, you know, kids just think that's hilarious. Oh, this is even worse. How to save five drowning lawyers. All right. Good job. For kids. <laughs> For kids. <laughs> First person, do you know how to save five lawyers who are drowning? Second person, no. First person, good. Let five lawyers drown. Oh, oh my kids. God. And then live with that for the rest of your life. Poor kids. Oh, my poor kids. Uh, military jokes, drill sergeant jokes for kids. Sure. Okay. Oh. Fine. <laughs> I found state jokes. Deranged soldier joke for kids. Deranged soldier <laughs> Gonna be oh Atlanta jokes. Let me click that one. Uh, a general noticed one of his soldiers behaving oddly. The soldier would pick up any piece of paper he found, frown, and say, "That's not it," and put it down again. This went on for some time until the general arranged to have the soldier uh, tested psychologically. The psychiatrist concluded that the soldier was deranged and wrote out his discharge from the army. The soldier picked it up and smiled and said, "That's it," because. Uh, yeah, you know, you just wanted to get out of the army, I guess. Uh, oh, okay, I have to see what a political joke for a kid is. Republicans help the poor joke. Oh, all right, here it is. How many Marxist jokes? <laughs> <laughs> for kids. For kids. How many Marxists did it take to screw in a light bulb? Oh, God. None. The light bulb contains the seeds of its own revolution. <laughs> I only, like, halfway get that joke. 